going on guys? Welcome to another episode of the Talk Something Up podcast. And on today's episode, we have my guest, Aaron Smith, who's a old buddy of mine from high school. And we're going to get into a whole bunch of stuff. We're going to get into his band, um, a little bit of info about them. And we're going to get into a little bit about fitness and a whole bunch of other stuff. Stay tuned. to the Talk Something Up podcast. Thanks for coming in. No problem. Thanks for having me. I know it's uh, it's it was quite a lengthy time in between our first discussions of it until now. But you know how you know how life gets in the way, and a lot of other things get in the way. Um, I know you know being in um, the friend circle band doesn't <laughs> be being uh, in that in the band and being a big part of it. I know it's uh, quite time consuming. Yeah, well, I mean, I still appreciate you inviting me back after that long period of waiting. I know we had to uh, reschedule our last time, but trust me, it's a it's a honor to be on a podcast and for you to invite me on. Oh, it's listen, it's the pleasure is always mine. It's always um, great to have quality guests on, which I mean, I always do, and um, it's always nice to reminisce at somebody I graduated with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we get we go way back. We have we definitely have some stories to tell, and I'm excited to talk about. Now, do you, I don't know if you remember, because I certainly don't, if, when the first time we met was. I don't know if we just had a class together or something. I'm or, sure we had a couple classes, and I'm assuming at Memorial. Probably, because, probably. I mean, I came from a little school out in Cedarville at Myron El Pal, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. I'm assuming you came from Lakeside? Yeah, so I did. Mm-hmm. I think we... I was looking to make some friends, and I think you were, I don't know, you were easygoing to begin with, and I was like, oh, this guy seems pretty cool. And I, I remember we had a couple classes together. Mm-hmm. We talked outside, you know, before the school, uh, before class was let in. I remember that. You're, and, right. Um, You're right. I think we just had mutual friends, and we just bonded over that I, way. I'm glad that we did. Um, but rewinding in time a little bit. Growing up, I know you. I know you said you're from Cedarville, and I know, and I know that um, you're obviously not living in Cedarville anymore. Um, what was what What was the childhood like for you? Even and, and growing up in Cedarville, and you know, I, I and I know it's not a very populated community, but what was that like for you growing up? Um, I think living in Cedarville, we lived. My family lived a very you know sheltered lifestyle. Sheltered. That's a that's an interesting word to describe it. Yeah, I think so. I mean, not that my parents restricted me or were like, or like you know, really locked protective. me off from accessing things, but they were protective of us. Okay. They um, they knew. They asked questions on when, where we were going, when we were going, and time such as that nature. But yeah. um, I mean, you had your close knit of friends that you grew up and went to school with, but there wasn't much else out there. There was no. There was a park or two, but no restaurants or anything. Usually, I had to drive back into Millville right. to do things. Um, but yeah, I think sheltered's a good word, but in a in a positive way. 
in a nice um, sense. In, in a nice sense, yeah. Um, my parents did a lot for me growing up, and they still do now. But they they certainly guided me in the right direction, so to say. Right, right, right. And uh, you're the oldest of how many? Three. Uh, the oldest of three, or you're the middle one? I am the oldest. The oldest, okay. So it's me. I am 27. My sister, who's 24. And my brother, who's 21, Gavin, who you know. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. All three years apart and still very close to this day. Now, and and you said um, the other two are still still living at home, right? Yeah, they do still live at home. They're uh, both finishing up school and, um, you know, just keeping my parents entertained in that way. <laughs> you know. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. Well, I'm sure the, uh, I'm sure it wasn't as, uh, as if, if I can use this word comical as it was maybe 10 years ago yeah, or so. Yeah, it, it, it has calmed down, but they it's definitely still entertaining in the household. They, they uh, it's not a quiet household just because I moved out still. You know what I mean? I'm loud to begin with, and I'm sure it has tempered down a little bit, but my brother and sister, they still. Uh, oh, they, do they uh, keep up even though, even, even in your uh, absence? I mean, yeah, they, they certainly do. They, uh, they, they're, we're all close family in general. We have a group chat that I'm still in, okay. and uh, I'll, I'll pop in every time I'm out through Cedarville and uh, see the family. Awesome, awesome. So, how would you compare um, Cedarville to? And I, I know you, I know you mentioned before that you had to you go back into Millville for a lot of things. How does Cedarville compare to to Millville? Um, you know, I know it's, it's a little bit of a distance, but just how life was, you know, com- you know from Cedarville comparing to how life is in Millville. You're, you're definitely, I mean, making that jump from Cedarville to Millville when I went to high school, it's a lot more open and it's a lot more, you know, I guess I don't want, I don't mean to say this in a negative sense at all, mm-hmm. but like in your face type of mm-hmm. like. It's a little bit of the real world, essentially. Like I said, living in Cedarville, you live a sheltered lifestyle, and going to Millville, especially like transitioning into high school, it's it. Like I said, it's the real world, and you don't you don't have that protective security sometimes, and you're just kind of finding your way, feeling your way. Not that I'm not trying to make out Millville is like a big city like Philadelphia right, or anything right, like that. Right. But it, for me, it was definitely a shock seeing a lot more people in town, seeing a lot more people mm-hmm. in school and in your classes, and it uh, it definitely made me adjust for the time period being in high school. Now, did you like the smaller class size better than a larger class size? I've always been a fan of smaller classes in okay. general, um, and then especially like hitting in college when not many people were in the class, you can kind of get like that one-on-one attention. And that's Certainly. also how you earn like brownie points, as in you know being engaged for in the class yes. and um, you know asking questions. And I feel like I was more likely to do that in a group of fifteen to twenty people rather than going to a lecture hall with groups of a hundred kids or something at a big university. I would never, I wouldn't be on board with that at right. all. Right. Well, I mean, there's only you know only a handful of schools down here anyway. Yeah. Um, in, in terms of colleges, anyway, not so much high schools, but um, our options are limited when it comes to schooling around. I mean, there's Rowan, 
I guess Stockton, but I don't I don't even think those universe those universities are having lecture halls of a hundred. You know. No, no, it's probably. I well, I know because because when you and I graduated, it was still CCC at the time. Yep. Um, there wasn't much different of class size as it was in Novo. I know it was still a little bit bigger than Myron L. Pal, mm-hmm. but. Um, compared to, you know, the 18, 20, 22, um, it was still probably roughly around the same. Was that the case for you as well in your classes? I think so. I think it made the transition a bit easier going to CCC, now known as, what is it, Rowan College yeah, of yeah. South Jersey. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, the smaller classes, just 18 to 25 people at most. It was, I don't know, I, I enjoyed it, just like I said, I... I wasn't the brightest kid in school, so I was more being the engaged kid, as in asking questions, kind of, I won't use the term sucking up in a way, but, you know, get those extra brownie points by asking questions and double-checking work and all that, and it's, that's, that's kind of how I help my way get through. They probably want you to ask questions. Yeah, you you always have those teachers who say, ask questions, be engaged, talk to your classmates, and ask for help when needed, and trust me, I asked a lot of questions. (laughs) I don't even remember you asking a lot of questions. I don't know well, if it was not. just the classes that we were in, but I think well, I think I expanded and uh, you know being engaged in class in college more than high school. I know high school, you probably remember me as a quiet little, a quiet guy, doesn't say much. But when you talk to him, you know I'll be in conversation then with you. But right. high school, I will admit, I was a, a pretty shy guy to be to be quite frank with you. But. You know, you ask your close-knit group of friends, they'd probably say the exact opposite yeah, thing. Yeah, for sure. For sure. <laughs> what was, uh, if you could, you have any, uh, any? what are the best and funniest stories from your childhood? From my childhood? If, if you could, if, if there is any. I mean, if there's not, that's fine, but oh, um, <laughs> I'm sure that there was pretty uh, entertaining, uh, entertaining uh, times in the household. Yeah, I remember. I remember one moment back when I was a uh, probably eight or nine, and I was playing with uh, one of my cousins. I was playing street hockey in uh-huh. the driveway, mm-hmm. and I remember. I don't know if I shot the puck or if my cousin did, but somehow it deflected, and I remember it broke one of the basement windows, <laughs> like the ground windows. <laughs> And I was scared for my life at that point. Oh, I was, you know, living a sheltered life, like I said. Now, were you the one that shot it? I don't think I was. I feel like okay, so I feel I mean, like with when I play street hockey, I always like being the goalie. So I have a feeling I was probably the goalie. And my cousin shot it. I don't know if it just deflected off something in, in the in the street that we were playing on, and it hit my my house. It hit my house's yeah. window. Oh well, of course, that's just how, that's just how it works. <laughs> and then you had to explain it to your parents. But for, the, for some reason. My cousin, who actually lived next door, we ran over to like his house and tried to hide oh, and act no. like, oh, we had no idea, we weren't <laughs> there, and kind of hide out over there for like 30 minutes to an hour until I had to come with the fact that, okay, Aaron, you better bring this up to your parents, because they're going to they're gonna figure out one way or another. <laughs> That's very wise on your part, being nine years old. Exactly. Um, <laughs> any other stories? I remember little gory but i remember my one friend we were jumping on the trampoline 
probably 16, 17 years old. Me, my, me, my friend, my brother. And I don't even know if you remember him from high school. I, I don't see why I can't mention him. Uh, Tyler Stramechna. Yes. Remember him? Oh, my God. I've, I've known him probably since kindergarten or first oh, grade. Going, yeah. Well, the story with him was we were jumping on the trampoline. I think I did a front flip. And then everybody had to repeat. It was kind of like Simon Yeah, says. yeah, yeah. Tyler did it. Did a front flip. And his knee, when he bounced, hit his nose. Oh, man. And I, I think he still feels the effects from it to this day. I haven't talked to him in a while, and I want to ask him how his nose is doing. Oh, I mean, no. it's been 10 years since. <laughs> but I remember walking into my parents' house explaining that he had a – his nose was busted up and yeah. it was bleeding everywhere. I remember that. Um, yeah, I mean, I think those were the most – If I'm not mistaken, he's a doctor now. I think or a I think pharmacist it's like a, or something. I want to say a nutritionist, dietitian type. Still, I, so that's impressive. Yeah, though. that is. I give him credit for that. I I was very close with him even after high school for a little bit, but it seems like once I got done school, you know, it's tough to stay in touch. Oh, it's and you go your separate ways, but I, I still text him every now and then. Mm-hmm. But that day when he broke his nose, it, I I felt bad. I felt bad for him. It, se- it seems like you still remember the uh, sights and sounds of that. <laughs> I do remember the sight of him holding his nose and blood dripping oh, down his face. Man. It was not a pretty sight to see. And I I can't re- – I don't even recall anything that happened after that. It was honestly – I tried to block pro- them. Probably just a blur, yeah. Yeah, we had to take him to his parents' house and then <coughs> he probably had to go to the hospital or something. But it was rough. So those stories, it seems like a lot of, uh, it seems like when things went bad, went wrong, <laughs> well, so to say. Those are those are just times that you won't forget. Those, <laughs> <laughs> just the way I see it, for sure. Your uh, your four years in high school. How were how were those four years for you overall? Um, I think I enjoyed them. I made many new friends. But looking back, I feel like I wish I did a little bit more. Really? Compared to what I've done after high school with college and, uh, you know, my outside life and what I've been able to do with my personal life, I feel like I definitely could have done this in high school as well. And, like, not achieve more because I don't know if I would have failed or not, but, you know, just just be more outgoing. And I think that is all because, like I said, I came from a small school out in Cedarville class of I don't know a hundred kids yeah and then going into Memorial High School there's tons of different kids where there's and honestly different kids of different colors and races yeah yeah and that was honestly a shock to me too a little bit and um I, I I enjoyed it like I said I made many friends to this day who I still communicate daily with and I I don't I wouldn't say I regret it, but there is a point part of me where I said, uh, I wish I did more. I wish I played uh, basketball for the school team or, uh, you know, extracurricular activities. So it's it, it's maybe who I am, and it maybe, maybe because I didn't do those things, it's pushed me to do more after, yeah, yeah. after high school. Um, so maybe a little bit of regret with that. So, And, and you kind of just answered my next question if what what would you have participated in or maybe even done differently but um um definitely uh i was still big into music 
back then. That's when I first started. And, you know, maybe go out for the marching band team. And that's what I was going to ask. Were you ever in I never marching did marching band. band. I only did okay. concert band. Okay. So I did concert band. And there's subtle differences between the two. Yeah. There's might, the, people might think it's the same thing, but it's not the same thing. No, you do a lot more marching band. And maybe I should have went out for that, you know, to make more friends or to hang out or expand my drumming horizons. And that well, way. there was some, if you remember, there was, even when we were, you know, um, juniors and seniors, there were some elite drumists there. I, and not yeah. to say not to say that you, you, you know, you couldn't have kept pace with them or anything like that. You're not as no, good. Trust no, that's me, not I, the case. I know, um, I know who you're talking about. They were some phenomenal drummers, and um, I still think they're better than me to this day. I don't think, <laughs> I don't think I'm a great drummer at all. And I know we'll touch on music stuff later, but yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I just like to rock out and have fun when I'm playing the drums, but I know there are some very technically skilled drummers in that marching band class and i remember i did try out for jazz ensemble and i don't know if you know what that is but that's kind of like vaguely familiar with i i know that it you know it was there and it existed i I didn't know who who was involved with it and who participated in it yeah so i would look as jazz ensemble as the notch above concert band okay Concert band, pretty much anybody can sign up for it. But jazz ensemble, you actually have to try out. I see. And then there's marching band, you know, where you do all the events and all. But jazz ensemble was like a fancier concert band, so to say. I see. You did, I see. You did more uh, complex music. And I remember I tried out for it. I think this was my sophomore year. I was playing drums for a while. I was feeling confident in my abilities. This this is a bit funny. Okay. But a little, little cruel in a way. <laughs> I tried out. They're like, oh, just play some basic drum beats. Okay. I was going. I was playing some, you know, rock and roll drum beats, doing what I do best. Mm-hmm. And I thought, I thought I did well. But then he said, okay, how about you play some jazz beats now? And that's a totally different realm yeah, of drumming. Yeah. And I was like, I played the most basic jazz beat you could think of, and you know, the novice jazz beat, so to say. Right. I played them. They weren't too impressed with that, and so I didn't get the jazz ensemble uh, drummer part. And I know they gave it to it's either Nate Dion or I think there's another guy named I know his first name's Alex, but I can't recall now. And I, I know they were great drummers at the time, but they were more jazz style. Alex Bruman? No, I can't recall his name now. Because I know I know he was I know he was big into that. Um, because I remember playing soccer with him. Um, that. Maybe maybe that was his last name then, because I think I do remember him playing soccer a lot. I mean, well, I mean, he he graduated a couple years after we did, um, because I know his older brother Stephen graduated with us, the same in, in the that, same class. I, I can't recall now, but there were some other drummers, you know, who were more experienced in the jazz side of things. When mm-hmm. I was just your drummer who played your basic rock and punk beats. They said, you're good and all, but it's not what we're looking for. So they they, uh, uh, they denied me the part. And uh, from there, I just uh, stuck to concert band throughout high school. And did you, with concert band, did you at least in, enjoy that part of it? I did enjoy it. I made a lot of good friends in, that, in those classes. And I enjoyed playing the snare drum. And I will say, when they made me play, you know, the little side percussion instruments like the triangle or symbols mm-hmm. 
I wasn't really feeling that. Yeah. I was like, let me <laughs> let me at least get the snare drum or bass drum. Yeah, something yeah, yeah. pretty cool. But uh, and they told me, oh, Aaron, can you do the? I don't, I don't even know, like this, like I said, the triangle or the crash symbol, the one hit crash symbol. Yeah. I'm like, I don't want to do that. That's that's cheesy to me. Because <laughs> um, it doesn't seem like that's what you're passionate about. No, I mean, I don't want to. I want to play a whole entire kit, and that's why I've still played drums <laughs> to this day. That's where I get my enjoyment that's out right. of. But uh, it's it's. I definitely don't regret doing that music stuff, and I think it, it's maybe better in reading music and playing drums in general right right i see and i should have uh i should have not told you about this before we started but i do have something here i know i showed you beforehand i found a very very interesting gentleman in here i was looking through <laughs> why you gotta do this to me i don't even remember what i look like in 2013 it's funny we're getting old and that's going a decade yeah now. so i've I, yeah i've I was looking through it um, not too long ago. There may ago. be a couple Smiths in that. Yeah, there's quite a few, actually. <laughs> but yeah, I, I recognize this gentleman here <laughs> in, in the middle part here. Um, oh, God. <laughs> I think that's the last time I wore a suit, too. Oh my <laughs> I'm God. not going to lie to you. Partial one, by the way. <laughs> yeah, partial one. <laughs> yeah, that is... I don't know if you recognize it, any of Anybody that's... I don't want to recognize that man, Dylan. <laughs> no, that not, boy. Not... I'm talking about anybody else that's surrounded by you or anybody else that's <laughs> that's in that's in here. Yeah, I I remember going to the... Like, getting those pictures taken in the middle of the summertime or something. Yeah, it, oh, it was like a week before school started. Yeah, I remember it was just hot out. I remember sweating and just... Why am I doing this? <laughs> why? Can I just send in a picture of something? <laughs> But, well, I thought they did let um, people do it, a, you know, I guess professional type of thing, I guess. But I mean, I don't know if they would use something like that for the yearbook. But yeah. I guess they, I guess they wouldn't. But um, yeah, I, I haven't seen that yearbook. I know where, I, I, I know it's in my room somewhere, but I haven't looked at it in a minute. So thank you for taking me, taking me uh, a blast from the past. Bad memory lane. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. There's still, um, there's still. There's quite a few, quite a few names, but we won't, we won't get to that. We'll, we'll talk about it off the air. Yeah. Um, are, are you, anybody that we graduate, are you like in close contact with at all or, or, or not so much? Um, there's a couple people. I was actually, uh, it seems like looking back on it, I had a lot of friends who graduated after us. Mm -hmm. Um, but as for our class, 2013 um obviously gage wilden yes um, oh i text is great i text or communicate with him in social media every every now and then mm -hmm. um i don't know if you remember john wilson yes i do uh i'm sure we played basketball with him a couple times yes and, yep yep uh, i still communicate with him probably daily or weekly that's I awesome keep, yeah i text with him he's back home after being in the uh, military yeah I, I know he i i didn't know he um, came back home. I know. I, I know he did go go off for that. But I wasn't wasn't sure that. Yeah, he, he was stationed out in Seattle, but he's been home for about a year, definitely two, maybe three years now. Okay. So he's uh, doing well. Because well, well, he was playing, he was playing basketball with us back in March. I, I didn't know it was that soon, and I wasn't sure if he was. Yeah. So I, I talked to him, um, 
and I have a couple other friends, uh, Sean Sanderlin, mm-hmm. Anthony Galdelli. Um, I think those are the main ones. I think so. And I talk to them pretty much daily, whether it's through video games or texting them in a group chat. Did, did Anthony get married recently? He just got engaged. He just got engaged. Okay, yeah, so engaged. I'm not thinking of the same. Okay. No, you thinking of? Oh wait, are you thinking of uh, Anthony Testa? No, no, but I do know Anthony Testa though. Um, no, because there, there was there was somebody that got just got married. I, I can't remember if it was like late last year or you know in the springtime of this year um, that s- somebody got. Married to a Gaudelia. I wasn't sure if it if Anthony was the one. Oh no, that might have that, that was probably Anthony's brother, Angelo. Yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Angelo is a few years older than us. I'm pretty sure, but he actually married who I think she graduated with us, Megan Cottrell. Yes, yes. Did she graduate with us? Yeah, she because did. her her and Kevin are twins, if I'm not mistaken, because they were in the same. If class. not, they look really like yeah. siblings. I mean, they they may <laughs> no, well be twins. It's it's funny. It's funny. That that we bring them up because when I was at Lakeside, um, I think it was just eighth grade that I because we had we had moved here in '08, okay. and that was when we were in eighth grade at Lakeside, okay. and you and you were still in my yes, yeah. and and they used to, <laughs> I think they still live around the corner from here because we were on the same bus. There was. There were some pretty fun times, pretty interesting characters on I, that bus. I do remember having <laughs> uh, some classes with Kevin, and he was a character. I don't know Megan that well, and um, but yeah, that's who you're thinking of, Angela. Yeah. Is okay. anybody else on that bus who I would know who this crazy bus ride that you? Were on? <laughs> well, I mean, it was. Or was it just you and Kevin causing problems? No, no, I wasn't. No, I was more so a uh, just enjoying it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I know it was them too, and um, Robbie Williams, if you remember him. I remember that name does sound familiar. He's safe. He's in the. Uh, I think he graduated. Yeah, we're, we're gonna look up all their yearbook pictures just to remember them, because <laughs> they'll listen to this podcast. <laughs> okay, where are we here? It's by, I found Gage in here. Good old Gage. Oh God. Oh. I can't, I, was like, I can't remember who I'm looking for now. Robbie Williams. Is he there? Yeah. Just, just, uh. Where? Right here. Oh, yep. I remember him. Oh, he, yeah, he was. That he was, iconic haircut he had. Yeah, he, well, he, he was so cool, though. I mean, at least to me, he was. I know there, there were some people he could rub the wrong way, but he <laughs> was always really cool with me. Yeah, I don't, uh, I don't think I've ever had a. Or cross paths with him. Really. Yeah, I, I don't think I've ever crossed paths with him, but I do remember seeing him throughout high school. And is there uh, any other uh, fun or memorable stories from from your four years? Sheesh. Um, or where did we begin now? <laughs> <laughs> I was pretty boring in high school. I mean, I remember goofing off in band class because you had that freedom, kind of. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember my buddy. He was walking around band class with, it was like silver gum wrapper. I remember, yeah, I remember that old. And he put it on his teeth, <laughs> and he acted like he had grills. Yeah, I remember that. The that, entire yeah. period. 
of doing that. And I'm like, I, I remember getting a kick out of band class a lot, just doing stupid stuff. And, oh, I remember, this was, honestly, all these classes come from band or gym. I remember, uh, you know, in Memorial, kind of how we were on a slope in the auditorium. Yes. So yeah. It was like a slight slope. I remember my one buddy, who I still talk to, I forgot to mention, Austin Gould. Yeah, that? yeah. He um, he just got married, he too, just, to... Um, Yasmin. That's it. Yasmin, Yasmin yeah. Moreno. Yep, yep, yep. Now she's a gould, but yeah, right. they just mm-hmm. got married. I can't believe I forgot about that. <laughs> but, um, yeah, I still hang out with them, and I see them frequently. But I remember in high school, Austin came up with this idea of getting at the top of the slope at the auditorium, getting his backpack, and penguin sliding down the slope. <laughs> and... Somehow we didn't, I don't know if the teacher walked out, but I remember doing that every It wasn't morning. very supervised in there, though. I mean, no. it, that's where, I mean, that's where just everybody just came in. You're I don't even know why they did. You're just playing music, talking to your friends, and having fun, pretty much. I don't, I don't, I don't even know why they didn't just send, just send people just straight to their homerooms. Like, why would, why would you, not encourage, but just. <laughs> it was pretty much free game. Do whatever you want, but just you got to play these songs. I remember also saying, oh, let's grab our backpacks and penguin slide down the <laughs> down the slope of the auditorium. And I don't think anybody got hurt, luckily, but I remember uh, that pretty vividly. <laughs> but high school, I mean, for the most part, besides some crazy stories here and there and the occasional fight you've seen or the frequent, well, listen, fight, or the frequent fights that you see at Millville. Listen, they were... <sighs> At least when we were in school, not to make us sound like old men, yeah. but though there was only maybe three or four a year. There's sometimes, and I I know my sister just graduated um, this past year. Um, I I remember that uh, there was sometimes where there was three or four in a week uh, when she was in school. The yeah, last few years. yeah, okay. yeah. Yeah, I'm not surprised. I've heard even it's gotten like more violent. Like. <laughs> Again, it's, it makes it when, sound like old yeah, men. Yeah, when but. I say, oh, the younger generation and all, <laughs> I, f- I feel like I'm 40 years old when I say that. But I've, I've heard stories of how even the middle school at Lakeside. Oh, it's that. horror stories. My aunt's a teacher over there, and she uh, she tells me you know, the stuff that she has to deal with breaking up fights or something. I'm sure. Because there's not enough security for how many fights there are yeah. per week. But, yeah, unfortunately, it's, it's sad to see. And. We had our occasional fight every now and then. Yeah, uh, yeah, there was. Um, I, I remember one, and it was it was like right at the very beginning of it. It was like just after homeroom going to first block. Which is that memorial or senior high? Senior high. Okay. There was one like right in front of if, if you remember the layout of the school, it was like A hall and B hall, and then at the other end it was C, and that was kind of where, you know, you're tech classes were yeah. your wood shops and stuff like that yeah so in between a and b was the cafeteria yes two yep. well it, it split off into two two cafeterias i guess but it's really just one one big one mm-hmm. there was one that was right in front of the cafeterias and it was probably the one or two that i did 
actually witness in my <laughs> my four years. You usually um, hear about them like through classmates. Oh yeah, yeah. But then it's rare when you actually see one. See one, yeah. But it was start really, to finish. But listen, those those fights were just a lot of hair pulling, if anything. Yeah. Um, we're throwing you know food at them or something, then they go <laughs> go over and start punching. I remember. I do remember one fight. It was actually in the classroom. This was at Memorial. In your classroom. In in the exact classroom that I was in, biology. Oh my goodness! I remember this was freshman year or sophomore year, and I remember being shocked because it was my first fight I've seen. Because there were no fights back in my Byron little school, Cedar, yeah. Cedarville. There were no fights at all. But I do remember this class in biology. This kid was just sitting. His back was turned, probably talking to a female or something, and this uh-huh. other guy. You know, blindsided him with one punch, and it took my it took the biology teacher five minutes, and he looked over. To oh realize, wait! Oh wait! There's a fight going on. <laughs> he was an older guy. Uh, well, look, I mean, you can only expect so much out of, you know. His it, reaction time was so, and I'm just looking at the teacher and looking at the fight. I'm like, dude, what are you doing? You gotta. <laughs> are you gonna make me go over there and break this up for yeah. you? <laughs> and I was shocked. You know, coming from a small school like that, I'm like, oh my god, is this what I'm in for? Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. Bro? And was that your freshman year, or or was that a, was that even at Memorial, or is that it was year? at Memorial? I okay. definitely remember that, but I can't recall if it was. It was still like the first fight I seen from start to finish, which kind of yeah. it gives you that shock. That shock. Factor. Oh, it definitely does. It definitely does. Um, did you end up going to at the time um, CCC right after, or okay? Yeah, so I went um, right after school. I mean, I was under the mindset especially just being told it to my parents that you're going to go to college, get a, get your education, and so it'll help you down the road because it seems like a lot of them, employers, you know, they look for that college. They degree. do, and they still do. They still do, yeah, to this day. And um, they said, I, I remember my parents told me, they, they told me, you don't need to know exactly what you want to go for, but you're going to start going to college. You're going to get your basics done, you know. Or your prereqs. Yeah, yeah. your prereqs and all that. And I remember... I got my associates in liberal arts. I did the same thing. Yeah. It was just, I don't know, kind of like a... It's something. It's something. It's something. It's like a testing block to see if you want to continue to do this for real. Yeah, you kind yeah, of, yeah. You kind of learn and grow up. Okay, is this actually what I want to do? Continue taking these classes, see the importance in them. And I did. So I went to CCC um, for two years to get my associates. And I was taking a few business classes at that time. And I was like, okay. I'm excelling in my business classes. Um, I enjoy the work. And let me kind of zero in on that. So after my associates, I got my bachelor's degree in human resources. And I went to Wilmington University, but it was through CCC. Correct, yeah, because that's one of their their affiliates. Yeah, one of their partner programs, however you want to term it. But it was, uh, so I continued taking classes right at the university center there right in Vineland, and that's where I got my, my degree at. That's where I currently stand. With human resources. That's yeah, awesome. Yep, Bachelor of Human awesome. Resources. Because you know what? I've always, especially at recently, um, like maybe in the last six months, I've always wondered what human resources was all about. Mm-hmm. Um, if that's, you know, a field that would, I mean, because we're way past our college days now, yeah. but... Um, was it is human resources a field that's worth going into? 
I think so, especially at my time. Um, mm-hmm. I did my research on what the growing fields were in business and in general, and like human resources kind of with the word in the name human, it kind of connects the business aspect and the business functions of a company and corporation and connecting them with the people that work for that company. I see. You know, kind of making that blend and making that work, right. getting the best out of your employees. And I don't, I don't mean to go to bore us with this human, human resources talk. But. Well, no, I mean, I've always personally wondered about it myself. I mean, not to say it's the most popular field in the world, but yeah. I've always wondered what it entailed basically, because I think and correct me if I'm wrong, which I probably am, but you always hear in like those cartoons um, or TV shows or whatever, um, especially if it's one involving like a business or whatever, mm-hmm. like, oh, you're getting sent to human resources. Yeah. Like, it, like it was some it kind, was kind of, of like a downgrade. Thing. And then especially, I don't know, the one show I am familiar with, I don't know if you watch, is The Office. I, I've seen a few episodes. I probably wanted to like the three or four human beings that haven't seen the you whole series. You should definitely watch The Office. I'm not a big TV guy. I, 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 I know we talked that about show. that, yeah. And they kind of downgrade human resources. Like, it's a boring department. Nobody likes the guy in human resources. Yeah. I don't think that's, in reality, how it works. I've never gotten a sour look, so to say, <laughs> or negative feedback for being human resources. But, I mean, we do have to deal, you know, with terminations and discipline. Right. And, and there's obviously a serious yes. aspect to exactly. it. Exactly. Um, but I, I, I just think it gets a bad rep sometimes just because of It, it does like the by the, culture, the pop culture of it, mm-hmm. the TV show. Now, did you – you got your associates in liberal arts. Yes. And what – did you end up going back for your bachelor's or – No, I, I stuck with – and I, you know what? If I'm being completely honest, I, I kind of regret – not getting into a field like human resources or anything for that matter, because I probably wouldn't be where I am. Not to saying, not to say where I'm at is bad. Yeah. Um, but I think going into a specific field, this is for all the, those younger folks out there that can't figure out what they want to do with their lives. Going into a specific field probably would help you in the long run. And even if it is human resources, mm-hmm. that is technically a specific field. Yeah. Um, because I, you can only do so much with liberal arts. So. Yeah. Or a liberal arts degree, I should say. I mean, I think I do agree. It would it will help you in the long run, probably if you have a specified, you know, certification in some area. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I think it still all comes down to. How motivated you are on the inside to like push yourself forward, even after once you get your degree to apply for that job and then work hard. I'm I'm very for, uh, you know, working your way up at a company, working from the bottom, and you know, showing your work work ethic. And I think, I mean, I know you as a person, I know you've done that, and I feel like you've exceeded. And I try to have that same mindset in my previous job and then the job that I'm in now. Right, so, right, right. It, it does help with the degree, but I think obviously it all comes down to the person and what you show to your supervisor, to your bosses, to show that you can take on work, take on more work, take on that responsibility. Right. And now, see the thing is, and I, I'm not sure if this is if all the county jobs are like this, but at least at the uh, welfare office, mm-hmm. which is where I'm at now. Um, 
you actually ha they test you for higher positions. So it's not like it's based on work ethic. It's more so that's based on how you test in certain things, and you get put on that list if you score high enough, and then and then odds are they'll probably get through that whole list before two or three years is up. Yeah, I'm not too familiar with that portion. I have heard of that way of doing things, yeah. but I haven't come across that in my lifetime. <laughs> right. But, I mean, I feel like if you're being tested on it and you've been in a position a certain amount of time, I would think you'd be confident in your abilities. Right. Two. You don't even have to be a current employee to take to take um, the test that I took anyway. Okay. So, I so I mean, you could be – I mean, there's uh, – like, so in my area, I'm – Surround uh, like there's how many how many uh, there's four um, new people that started in mid July. Mm -hmm. um, I got pro I I got promoted to the same position back in January, so I was doing it just you know six or seven months longer. Yeah, but all four of those guys they you know they were they weren't there previously like I was. So I mean, I think if they put if they put something online, you could go ahead, and as long as you have a degree in something, you can go ahead and put in for that test specifically. Yeah. Seems like nowadays it's definitely hard to find work. So I understand these employers, mm -hmm. you know. Well, they're paying. I mean, the people they do hire now, they're. I mean, some of these guys are making pretty good, yeah. or, or are making out pretty good, I should say, for when they just enter the position uh in any position now yeah. um I, I go through so i i see a lot of pay stubs in my yeah <laughs> in my uh, seven eight months that i've been doing it i've seen a lot of pay stubs and some of these people are making out pretty good for themselves doing various jobs and everything it, and and <laughs> the whole part of like feeling old like you see the way like the economy's changing or like different mm -hmm. generations trying to find ways to get through the world or whatever it's definitely a, like a culture shock almost it is and you're not used to it the way the the way the world works nowadays and maybe different 10 15 years from now when the prices of anything like inflation yeah definitely. and all that it's i don't know it's not my favorite thing to talk about but it, <laughs> unfortunately we have to deal with it right, day to day right. and, living yeah. in this crazy world right exactly and you, and you mentioned before you got into um, human resources, um, yeah, and you you know you know I was going to ask ask you about this um, your previous <laughs> your previous employer your uh, your job at the old grocery store. Oh, geez, Shoprite. <laughs> how was uh, well? Firstly, how 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 long were you there for? Ooh, um, I got that job right out of high school in 2013, okay. and I left Shoprite. 2021 so about, okay, so about eight years or so i think that's not yeah that sounds right yeah seven or eight years okay yep your how was your uh how was your time there overall i i honestly i mean i don't want to use the word but like i loved it i feel like it was a great mm -hmm. job for me getting through college because i feel like the employers at Shoprite. uh they worked around your schedule being in school. Oh, well, that's with all of them. It's not just one or the other yeah. ownership. It's all of them. Yeah, I mean, they know they have part-time employees, and we have outside life, and then they hire all these young kids. Like, we were at the time, and 
they worked around my schooling with that. Um, I think me being, you know, stocking shelves and all that, I kind of had a little bit more freedom rather than being up on a cashier cart. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I had freedom in that way. I made some friends along the way that I still communicate with. And luckily, I was even able to have an opportunity where I got promoted into their corporate office. That's awesome. Right. Yeah, they saw that I had a... Yeah, I, I think I graduated. Yeah, I, I already had my bachelor's degree at that time. And I was looking, you know, for my first real job, so to say. <laughs> quote, unquote, yeah. air quotes. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Um, and they gave me a position as their payroll clerk. And oh. I was doing that. I, I got promoted to that, I think, around 2019. So about after six years of stocking, uh, stocking shelves... They knew I was possibly on my way out. I was applying to other jobs, corporations, to do work in my field. And I was like, well, let me just try applying to the corporate office for ShopRite. Mm -hmm. And it worked out. And like I said, it was payroll clerk. And I was there for two years doing that. And so I'm very grateful for my time and the opportunities they gave me. Right. Even though it was only, I mean, it was an eight-year stint overall, but the two years... In, in payroll specifically. Yeah, I, I definitely expanded my skills, you know, get familiar working in an office environment. Mm-hmm. Not that it's a large amount of people to begin with, but, you know, just the office etiquette I see. of, you know, what to wear or how to function, how to deal, how to be, I don't know, they, they not fit this mold, so to say, but, you know. Is standards the right standards, words? Standards, standards are a good word to use. Okay. And... I, like I said, I think the most important was I made a lot of good friends along the way. Yeah. And we had fun outside of shop, right? You know, parties and all that. It was a good time. And would you say, like, your experience was similar? Oh, uh, yeah. As in, I like, mean, you know, working around the schedule and all. Oh, yeah. Working good around friends. The, yeah. Yeah. Working around the schedule was actually really convenient. Um, I started. Now, were you going to school full time, too? Yeah. Yeah. I so, was. see? Um, well, t- so it took me longer than two years because I couldn't figure out what to do. Oh, I, I, and, don't fault yourself for that. I took it took me two and a half, three years to get my associates as well. Yes, yeah, so it took me four. Um, don't even yeah. don't fault yourself for that. <laughs> I hate that. So, I hate that standard. Sorry to cut you off, but I hate that standard of you got to get your associates in two years. You got to get your bachelor's in four years, or and then six years. Three months. No, you go at your own pace. You yeah. know, life gets in the way. It does. And you take um, your time. But anyway, go on with your shoppers. Not, and so, how I even got into there was through an ex-girlfriend anyway. Okay. Um, Shout out to the ex-girlfriend for getting you your first job. Was that your first job? That well, So, I had, so it's funny not to go back in time from where we are now, but in high school, um, I had worked under the table for a just doing various odd jobs and he did um i don't know if you're familiar with it but line striping on the sides it's basically um you know how the lines get painted in parking lots and in streets and everything that's line striping okay um so he did that on the side i was said and did that for how long i mean it was only on the weekends anyway but it was maybe two years or so and but that i mean it, it was getting paid under the table but your first actual paycheck job. That yeah, it was shop right, yeah. Gotcha. Um and I, 
look, if I'm being completely honest, I got it through her. So there you go. <laughs> but no, I got um. So I started in produce of all places, and my last <laughs> my last five, um, I split time in between dairy, frozen, non foods, grocery, you name it. Yep. You name it. I was probably in it. <laughs> Um, bakery? Were you in the bakery? Or no, no, it was pretty much. Is, what um, about the deli section and all that? <laughs> it was pretty much uh, all the non-perishables. Gotcha. Um, that well, that are considered non non-perishable. Those were the best anyway. departments, I think. To be they were. Um, there were time. Yeah, listen, there were there were good days with it. There were bad days with oh, it. Oh, that's for sure. Um, and, and that was with no matter what department we, no matter what department we're talking. And, and you know that as well as I do, because I, rem- <laughs> I remember the last time we played basketball, you, uh, if, and correct me if I'm wrong, you referred to yourself as assistant frozen foods manager. <laughs> I'm surprised you remember all this, and I use that term, you know, freely around other people. But yes, I did coin myself the assistant frozen food manager. Shout out to all my shopper friends. If yeah. they listen to this, they know who they are and like what I'm talking about. But yeah. it was a very no. I it I, wasn't an actual title. <laughs> I wasn't. That wasn't my title when you looked me up in their system. It was something I I was. Good, you could say it. It was self-proclaimed. It was self-proclaimed. Yes, it was. Yeah, but there was only there was only two people in that department right. in Frozen, and it was the Frozen manager. So I was the assistant frozen food manager. <laughs> and honestly, I still have friends from ShopRite we're long, who were both long gone. They still refer to me as the abbreviation AFFM. Oh, my goodness. They, that's what they, they know They probably have as. that in their phones. And no, I, they probably do. I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> they know who they are if they, like, they will still call me that if I see them outside of, you know, in life in general. But it's... I was, yes, I will still say I'm the assistant frozen food manager. They have not refilled that position <laughs> since so, I left. So, so you may still have that title to this day. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Without even physically being there anymore. Yep. Um, I meant to ask, ask you this a, a little bit ago. During uh, high school and college, and not to advance too much into personal life, uh, were you a... In the four years of high school and um, two and a half years of college, were you a uh, big ladies' man yourself? Oh, not even close. <laughs> not even close, <laughs> Dylan. I'm surprised you even asked me this. I thought you knew this. If, uh, I didn't. Well, I at didn't... the time, we were, you know, we were more so acquaintances. Yeah. We knew each other's existence and didn't really hang out much outside of. But uh, we could. We didn't know if one had game or one had the other. No. <laughs> um, but no, I was. You see not... where I am now? You think I have game? Come on. <laughs> <laughs> but go ahead, continue. But jeez, uh, yeah, I was like I said, going into high school, I was a shy Cedarville boy, and I see a lot of pretty girls going through Millville. I did not have the skill or the game to talk to anyone, even when I hit high school. I thought about it for a second of having courage to ask out like a pretty girl to prom or something. Mm-hmm. But at, at when when push came to shove, I got nervous and I never did. Which was one of the regrets. I was like, why didn't I just ask her and just yeah. get rejected? But you always look back with stuff like that. Listen, but you ain't got to tell me. Through high school, 
I was a single man all through that, that time. Did not even try to attempt to talk to females. In college, I expanded a bit more. No, no, no success at all. I don't think I had hardly any success until towards my, the end of college, I guess, when I met my got my first girlfriend. Yeah. yeah. Um, but that thing's ended, and now I'm with my current girlfriend, and I'm surprised. I, I, I'm still shocked at what a female would see in me half the time. So... My, uh, current, my current your... girlfriend, Ellen, she could vouch for a fee. Yeah. Um, she knows my history of not having much success with the ladies. <laughs> I, I don't think you give yourself enough credit, though. <laughs> Dylan, I'm it's... sure you got plenty of ladies back in the day. Right, Eric. <laughs> well, you don't need ladies. You got the boys. <laughs> <laughs> says, Forget the ladies. Says the classic it's all about gym the boys. Bro. Says the classic gym bro. <laughs> yes. It's all about the boys hanging with what the vibes are with them. We'll we'll discuss that off the air. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> too too much uh too much to get into. <laughs> we don't have enough time for it. Um and I know you mentioned before, like when you were at ShopRite and everything like that, or even even before ShopRite, like um maybe around senior year of high school is when you really started to get close to well you, you you were already close to music anyway but you formed your band around that time if i'm not mistaken yeah um, so it was um oh shoot what no please correct me if i'm wrong if i have the dates mixed no up. it was it was in college it was uh 2015 okay 2015 when i met my bandmate zach and uh i'm sure he's gonna listen to this I told him I was going to be on a podcast. He asked me if it was band related. I was like, nah, it's just a... Sort of. Sort of. It was a friendly podcast with my, my boy Dylan. But yeah, I met him in 2015 mm-hmm. in environmental science class. I still remember. Okay. And I don't... I guess I could tell the story on how we formed it, but he... You know you know those icebreaker questions that you get in the, the first day of class? You know, I do. Say something about yourself. What... I don't even when, know why they make people do that nowadays. Not to go off on a tangent, but I don't even know why they make people do it's that. Kind We're of just awkward there just to get the credits. I mean, yeah. come on. Hi, I'm Aaron, and I do this. But that's yeah, essentially yeah. what I'm said. I said I, I said my name's Aaron. I'm going to school for my associates, uh, and then you had to list the hobby or whatever. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm-hmm. And I said I play the drums because that was kind of cool. I didn't want to say like, oh, I just play video games all day. <laughs> I didn't want to be that guy, even though it's true. Oh, jeez. But. <laughs> I said I played drums, and my buddy Zach, who was sitting across the room, he said uh, he played guitar. And it's funny, my teacher said, oh, we should form a band now, like a, a class band. Well, my buddy Zach uh, tried to find me afterwards, and he said, oh, I, I'm a songwriter and all that. A l- little did your teacher know what he was getting himself Exactly. Into. I want to go find our teacher. <laughs> I want to go find that teacher. And uh, But he's, he asked me to jam showed me a couple of his tunes. Okay. And I was asked to be in bands through high school and some some bands throughout college. I remember in high school, one guy asked, oh, do you want to play one of the school concert shows that they had? And it was actually, I don't know if you remember him, Jeff Jones. I do remember Jeff Jones. I remember Jeff asking me, oh, we're going to play uh, some Ozzy Osbourne covers. And he asked nice. me if I could play drums. Was that your style or... It wasn't necessarily my style, but I still I, I still turned it down. I was like, nah, I don't want to do that. I just like jamming on my own. Okay. You know what I mean? I didn't uh-huh. want to be in a band at that point. Yeah. But when 
fast forward to college, my buddy was, Zach was showing me his songs. I was like, okay, these tunes are in the realm of music that I like. That pop punk, punk rock mix. And I was like, this guy writes some catchy tunes. Let me give him a chance. And that's kind of how the beginning process of that worked. We jammed a couple songs and uh, started from there. Started from there, okay. And who were um, the biggest influence to the band? And th- my, my next question after this is going to sound a little um, a little similar, but the musical influences to the band, um, referring to, and what I mean by that is what bands did you find the most influential at your at your start? For me personally or for the band in general? Well, firstly, the band in general and then you personally. For the band, I mean, I think we resemble a lot of style and we take a lot of influence from uh, bands like Green Day. Blink- now, that was going to be my first guess. Yeah, Green, Blink- Day. Uh, uh, Green Day is probably the first one. Blink-182 being a strong second. Mm-hmm. Um, I think bands like All Time Low. Mm-hmm. Fallout Boy. Um, How about All American Rejects, if you remember them? I do. Uh, I, I'm very familiar with All American Rejects. I I could see why. I haven't thought about using that band, but uh, I could totally see it. So bands in that punk yeah, realm yeah. of music, I think that's what Friend Circle resembles the most. Right. And for me personally, um, I mean, I could list all the little bands that I listen to you may not know a single one that's fine Go but ahead. um i list i was very like heavily uk influenced punk really rock. yes um there's a lot i don't know why but there's a band specifically called you me at six and uh they're a uk band they've been they've been doing it for decade plus now now they're they're in that punk rock alternative style Genre, I guess. yeah, yeah. and I remember just watching their drummer, how he plays, and also watching like you know the tour vlogs of touring the country and all. And I was like, that's some pretty cool stuff that they're doing, right? And that's kind of what pushed me to expand my drumming skills and also take it a bit more seriously and like being in a band yeah. and pursuing that goal of mine. Right, I see what you mean. And uh, more, um, did you have um, any influences that were in the States, or Ooh, or was I it mean, just, were, just they, in the UK, was I, it? Yeah, there were some bands in the UK, but in the States, I mean, I listened to a lot of Paramore back in the day, okay. a lot of All Time Low and Fall Out Boy, um, some bands nowadays that I still listen to, or like, like later on, like within the last few years, like a band called Neck Deep, mm-hmm. um, Trying to think. Those were the main ones that I listened to that I either watched the drummer and I liked their style or just the music. The music has that, you know, that catchiness to it. Right. Where you're just singing along, bopping, jamming out. And all these songs that I would listen to by these bands, I'd put on my headphones and play the cover of those songs. I'd get on my drum set and play exactly what the song was. And that's that's kind of what helped me become a better drummer. So... uh, well, practice yeah. does make perfect. I mean, exactly, <laughs> and I did a lot of that, and just listening to the same song multiple times, and going on the drum set at home and jamming out for hours on end. <laughs> um, what is uh, and I, I know you guys were um, you've gone on multi in multiple tours before. Mm-hmm. Um, what is the process like in 
going through, you know, a multi-day or even multi-week and month tour. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we've done, the longest we've done, we've done two, what's it, two and a half weeks of being on the road. Okay. And, um, and you're asking what, like the setup, the setup process of getting a tour together or more so surviving out on the road, so to say. A little bit of both. A little bit of both. Um, I mean, for a DIY band like ourselves, um, it's honestly all about you booking it and calling every venue and planning logistically where you're going to be at. Right. And calling the right venue and making sure they're available the next day. And it's a lot of that. When you get when you're a big band signed to a big label, or big management, or a touring agency, they do a lot of that stuff for you. Yeah, yeah. The shows, I was going to say go it's out. probably a little bit easier. Yeah, but as a DIY band, um, which we have been for the most part of my tenure, mm-hmm. um, it's honestly just calling venue from place to place. Kind of, you know, this is and this is months in advance, if not maybe a year in advance, doing right. this. And especially, I mean, it's a, it's been a whole different ballgame since COVID. Yeah, you know, oh, of course, mean. yeah. Mm-hmm. But usually, you would probably plan out, like, if I was going to make it start calling, or my buddy would start calling venues, it probably wouldn't be, like, until six months, eight months into advance. Wow. I think so. And my, I give credit to my buddy. He does a lot of it, and I'll assist where I can. Mm-hmm. But I know with how much promotion you have to do into the tours and getting stuff ready... Um, making sure your vehicle's good to go, you have merchandise, your instruments, all that preparation, that time will go by in a in a moment's notice. Oh, of course it will, yeah. So that's why you got to book these shows six months in advance, eight right. months. And then the actual, when it's actually happening, yes, it's one of the greatest feelings of the world, I will say. Living on the road, you know, traveling, seeing different places with your buddies, jamming out every night. And trust me, we don't make a whole lot of money doing music. So I still work on the, obviously I work full time yeah, for the yeah. county. Mm-hmm. But during those two and a half weeks that we were out on the road, it was just all band stuff. And that's what our dream is. You know, uh, at the time it was four members of us just live, breathe, sleep band. And it was, it was very fun. We've gone out and done multiple weekenders, you know, like a Friday, Saturday, Sunday yeah, type yeah. deal. Mm-hmm up and down the coast and it's just fun having that you know that bonding aspect of dealing with somebody it's literally like being in a relationship yeah for with two or three other dudes getting along with them and you know making sure you're functioning as a band Mm -hmm. but also functioning as human beings right but it's something that i love to do and uh yeah we still we still enjoy doing it to this day Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure. I'm, sh- you know, the the feeling is probably uh, is probably what's what's the word I'm looking for? Probably just surreal. I guess mm-hmm. is the right word. Um, what's the uh, what what's the most interesting and farthest place that you've gone to 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 perform at? Um, I'm trying to think. We've gone as far as Cleveland, Ohio. Okay. We've gone farthest up, west, anyway. Yeah, farthest west. And the farthest north, um, we've gone up to Boston. All right, that's cool. And then further south, we've gone down to Charlotte. Okay, because I remember I saw I saw the your um your 
Instagram story of being in Charlotte. Yeah. That looked like it was awesome. Yeah, so we we, we, we kind of, like I said, with planning these shows, you kind of plan, we planned a Baltimore, Virginia, and Charlotte show. Mm-hmm. And we kind of like went down the southern coast that way. Took, took I-95 down exactly, most of the way. <laughs> yep. And then I-95 north to Boston to New York. And mm-hmm. we played, that's like our parameter. And then we played everywhere in between I that see. section, this northeast corridor. And it's... Uh, it's it's very fun, like like I said, it's it's no other feeling being on the road, and you, you get annoyed. There, trust me, a lot of downtime, you know, yeah. all the driving mm-hmm. and the the adventures you go on. But there's it's it's kind of I don't know. It, 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 there's highs and lows to it. Being away, it made me learn more about myself. As in, oh wow, I'm not going to see my girlfriend or my family yeah. for two weeks. Yeah, I'm sure. And that it's kind it of different. Toll, and, yeah. and and if we ever get to that level of being on a month and a half or a month long tour, where you're just communicating through phone, through text through messages, FaceTime, yeah, yeah, through FaceTime, it's definitely a different feeling. So I had to like, you know, deal with that aspect of it, which is a little tricky. You do. I I did get a little homesick, and maybe that's just because I'm a homebody to begin with. I like spending my time at home, and it's definitely an adjustment. It's not for everyone, to say the least. Right. Right, especially for those probably more introverted people. Exactly. Um, and I, I completely understand. I'm going to take you on the road one day. When we make it big and we need some, like, <laughs> you know, we need some uh, people to help the stage set up or All something. Right, or my, or a drum, not to make you a, or sell merch. Yeah, you could say a roadie. No. <laughs> I'm kidding. If I have an opportunity for you, Dylan, I'm going to make sure you want to travel to I, I, I appreciate live that. Live and breathe in the van with us. Because, you know... I and I don't know how often you travel when it um when it's just you and your girlfriend or whatever. Yeah. Um do you, do you guys travel a lot when it's just the two of you or we we have been on some adventures. Um I remember our I've been with my girlfriend for about 4 years now. Mm-hmm. And we've taken trips to Acadia National Park up in Maine. Very nice. Beautiful. I will say if you ever have a chance to go up there Go to Acadia, one of the most beautiful sites I've ever seen. I've been to uh, Lake Placid up Lake in Placid, New York. Lake Placid, I've heard of Lake Placid. Yeah, yeah mm-hmm. very, where they had the Winter Olympics, 1988 Miracle on Ice. Right, right, right. So yeah. I was able to see the stadium of where it was at and all. So that was pretty cool. We traveled there. I've been to a couple other national parks. Um, but me and my girlfriend, we do we do occasionally get out. It's It's been tough. Obviously, with getting out of the pandemic. And yeah, all, yeah, exactly. I, I do still like to travel personally. Right, I see. And is there um, is there a place uh, place that you have on your bucket list, so to speak? Ooh. I would say we talking inside the country or the world. How about we talking? How about one place that's in the states and one place that's outside of the states? Okay, um, in the states. I had an opportunity to do it, but I didn't, was to go kind of like to that Pacific Northwest corridor. Of like the, where John was in where Seattle? Where John was in Seattle. I okay. never, my one of my regrets was when he was stationed out there. I never went out there to see him. And so things got in the way here and there, and it just never worked out. But I don't know, that entire, that vibe of, you know, the tall trees and mm-hmm. like, 
The Redwoods, yeah. The Redwoods and all that. And like Cal- that well, North, I mean, that North, California, North but... California, Oregon, Seattle, you know, maybe like Vancouver type area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I feel like there's a lot of nice national parks out there, which I would like to see. But just, I don't know, the general, I just want to, I just want to see what it's all about and like kind of like the atmosphere of being out there. Right. And when it comes to outside the country, I think the number one spot is definitely England because I'm a big European football fan, big soccer guy with watching it and um, definitely go over there and catch some matches. All right. right, Who's your team? uh, uh, When we're talking English soccer, uh, my favorite team is Everton. Not a very good team right now. Not a very good team at all. But um, they were good when I started watching them about a decade ago. They were decent. But they kind of dropped off a little bit. Fell off a little bit. Yeah. What about you? Do you have a team? I don't. I, I, I mean, don't I see you got Stockton soccer on, but I can't. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I, I wish I had gone to Stockton. I wish I uh, – and that, that goes back to the whole college thing. But, no, when it comes to Premier League um, – I just don't follow it closely enough. No? Hmm. I would like to. I, I have no idea who, where to start or why my watch with it. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Maybe I'll just jump on your bandwagon. I got so you. Jump on the bandwagon. <laughs> I mean, have you been to any soccer matches in the States? Like, watch the Philadelphia Union or anything like that? No. You should go to a game. Uh, that's, what, that's what my old man said about two weeks ago. Um. They're actually really good right now, too. I, and that's games. what I'm saying. And he's he's been to, how many, like two or three games ever since they ever since they formed a few, um, s- several years ago. Yeah. Um, and he said that the atmosphere is, is great. It is electric. I, I believe it. Um, that's on your I to-do list. I, I don't know if you can catch one the rest of this year. Because I, I think the season ends usually like end of September, oh, October. That's fine. Like, but that's next year, make that on your to-do list. It's a reasonable <laughs> goal, Dylan. And if you want me to go, let me know. I'm down to go. <laughs> See, and that was the problem with a lot of things I have in mind. It's just finding someone to do them with. I gotcha. Um, but we're gonna. It is what it is. I mean, I know. Um, I know you enjoy basketball. And now, I have been to Sixers games before. Trust um, me, we, we could talk a whole episode on podcast about just the Sixers. Just, just the sports and just the Sixers. I could go on for hours about the Sixers. How much That's, time do we have here? <laughs> but I would de- definitely go to a union match. It's not that far. It's cheaper tickets than going to a basketball game or, you know, NFL game. Oh, so, certainly. Oh, my God. Yeah, we did. Um, I know. And I, I know you're a Steelers fan. Um I, and I don't know how often you look at tickets for 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 them or whatever. Um, some of the and pretty much the rest of my family's Eagles fans, but yeah. they, I noticed their ticket prices are just outrageous. Yeah. And I, I have a feeling that's with everybody. It's not just them. Uh, we I have gone to multiple Steelers games. Now that I've seen, yeah. Um, I think you and John went, if I'm not mistaken. We we did we went last year, and that was in Baltimore. That was in Baltimore. Yeah. Oh, that's right, because that was. What, like the second to last game of the It year? was the last game of the year. The last year. game, okay. So, <clears throat> I'm not going to go on about the whole history of the Steelers, but <laughs> you know their quarterback, Ben Roethlisberger. I have his jersey, who, yes. Yes, who, I mean, I just remember watching my entire life. I've never seen a game in person, him, from him playing in person. I was like, this is his last year. He's like kind of his... fading out. Yeah. One, 
we, me and my family, we have gone out to Pittsburgh a couple times to see him play. But one year, he was out the entire season because he broke his elbow or something. He had an yeah, elbow. yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then we kind of, we tried to go again this past year to see him. He got COVID that oh. night before. We were in the hotel room, like, oh my god, I want to see Ben Roethlisberger play for the first time in person. That Saturday night, we're chilling in the hotel room in Pittsburgh. Notification. Oh. Notification. Ben Roethlisberger is out. Due <laughs> Test to COVID. positive. For yes. COVID. <laughs> and I was like, okay, this, maybe I'm just not meant to see him live in person. Bid, I bet you were. Yes, it was. My dad was upset too because he's been to Steelers games and seen him play with his buddies, but me, my brother, and sister, who were all diehards. We never saw him play, and for a quarterback of you know that caliber, Hall of Fame, you want to see him once. And I was like, okay, they're playing in Baltimore. It's only about an hour and a half, two hours from my where me and my girlfriend live. Yeah, yeah. So I told my brother uh, John Wilson, yep. we're, we're going to go to this game. I need to see him live. <laughs> so I went to enemy territory and saw him live for the last game of the season, and he made a game-winning drive yeah. to cap it off to get him into the playoffs. So that is one thing I'm glad I fulfilled being a Steelers fan, seeing uh, my favorite player. Oh, I'm sure you were a fan favorite that day. Yeah, I, w- I was cheering. That. <laughs> they won. All, they won in an overtime in overtime over mm-hmm. a field goal. If you remember, I do. And it's actually where the Jaguars needed to beat the Colts. Yeah, and they so did. And, and Carson and Wentz did. fumbled the bag, and the Jaguars <laughs> won, and the Steelers just needed to win. The Steelers won. It was a rainy, miserable. We were, yeah, it was. Yeah, that, I saw. I remember the background. It was like real cloudy. And, yep. It was not a nice day, but when the Steelers won, kicked that game-winning field goal. Me it and, was worth it. Me and my brother John, we were loud. We were, you know, talking crap a little bit to the yeah, fans. Yeah, that's funny. But it, we walked out injury-free. All right, that's so, all that matters. We're I, good. I, I, the fact that I see you live and in living mm-hmm. color in front of me says that you did survive said activity. Now, have you have you been to many football games or? Sporting event, Damn it. zero. Come on, so only basketball games and baseball. And I, I've been to a few Flyers games in my when I was, you know, this tall. Yeah. Um. We'll we'll, we'll talk about it off the air what, what what my issues are. Uh, <laughs> it's not that it's not that it's issues. It's a, some of it has to do with not ha, not having anybody to do. Do yeah, no, with. I totally get it. Like um, the people have the for people to have the same interest as you. It's like same it sounds really and, bizarre. And te- and te- no, 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 no. Trust me, I totally understand that. There are some things that I want to do, like that I'm not. Even my girlfriend, she won't get the same fulfillment, so to say. So I totally get it. I totally. Get well, it. I mean, you know, with with having you know a significant other, you got to compromise on some things anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm sure. Both of you have to sacrifice something, and yeah. and it's you know like I said, it's just probably just a lot of compromise that's that's in between. I, I yeah I, I remember there are times she's a big Harry Potter fan. Oh really? No kidding. She's a big Harry Potter person, and I don't know anything about Harry Potter. <laughs> I know the movies. I mean, I've seen them occasionally. I was forced to read the first book by my mom back in the day. But <laughs> I don't know much about it. And she takes me all, all on these Harry Potter events or things they host around, you know, mm-hmm. Philly or whatever. So I I can definitely relate to the compromising. Do you, do you enjoy the, the time, even though it's, you know, something you're, you don't sound exactly 
familiar with. You still enjoy the time together, even though it's, you know, you don't really know a lot about the topic or whatever. No, for sure. I uh, I get enjoyment out of seeing her happy and excited and think that Very she good. does. Very good. Um, so Very when she listen, Yeah, when she listens to this, she will... Uh, She'll give me uh, some props on this, but I, very good, I, very good. I, I, where did we go recently? I think we went to. It's actually not recent. It's actually coming up in the end of October. We're going to a Harry Potter Forbidden Forest type. Really, thing. where's that at? It's down in Virginia. Okay. So, like I said, I don't know much about it. I'm along for the ride. I think we're staying down there for a weekend, so we'll probably see some city stuff or anything All right, like that. That's cool. But the Harry Potter is the main attraction. She enjoys it. Um, uh, I'm willing to go. There are some things where I got to cut off. Like, <laughs> one thing to know about me. Careful. <laughs> careful, Aaron. <laughs> <laughs> one thing, like, she'll, she'll know what I'm talking about when it comes to roller coasters and okay. Six Flags. I do not do any of that stuff. Oh, you're not a roller? Like no, a, not at all. Okay. I will get a headache so easy, Dylan, it'll mess me up the rest of the day. Not not amusement park or something. No, nope, like not that. amusement park at all. And she'll say, Oh, do you want to come up to Six Flags with me and my friends this day? I'm like, No. I'm not wasting a day <laughs> to do that. Where I'm sitting there, you know, being the bag holder. <laughs> Who wants to be the bag holder? Book holder. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm sitting there, you know, in the middle of summertime sweating or something. I don't I'm an indoor type of person. Right. And when especially when it comes to amusement parks, I do not want to go. I tell her you do your thing. You go have fun with your friends. I'm not going. <laughs> I'm not going. I got to draw the line somewhere. I'm a man, Dylan. I'm a man. I'm glad you're putting your foot. Let's establish that on the podcast. Somewhere. I'm a man. <laughs> what is... Uh... <laughs> do you like Six Flags and all that stuff? So it, it's, it's, funny, it's funny you mentioned Six Flags because Don't tell I... Don't me you love it and I just no, 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 trashed it's, it. it. No, it's not that. It's the... Only time I've ever been on a roller coaster was, believe it or not, on senior trip. Down to Disney? Yeah. See, I didn't even go to that. I um, didn't go to senior trip. What? <laughs> nope. Now you, now you have some explaining to do. Do you want to finish your story about the roller coaster? Yeah, okay. So, that... I, I mean, because... What, okay, well, I've been to Disney. So, what was it? What was the roller coaster? What made you go on it? Like, see, look, it I'm was, interviewing you now. Yeah, it was. Um, Who was it with? I know one was the Rock and Roller Coaster. Okay. And I can't remember the other one. It was like a mountain or something. I can't. Space Mountain. That Space Mountain. Okay, I know exactly which one you're talking about. Because I those were the two. Yeah. Um, what made you finally do it? Well, when you and you know this as well as I do, when you room with. When you room with your buddies, mm-hmm. and they all tag along with one thing, and you're the only one that goes on, hey, why, why aren't you going on? Come on, that's like that's almost resorting to peer pressure. Yeah, I hate. <laughs> so that. I had to suck it up and and go on it. And it's yeah. not to say it was horrible, but <coughs> now what? But it, it was probably peer pressure. <laughs> now, how come you never been, like you just will you get headaches or will you be like throw up or anything from roller coasters or what's been? It, I don't. For some reason, I just don't find the amusement in the amusement park. I gotcha. <laughs> I gotcha. Now, who did you go with? Uh, I roomed with... Oh, God. Um, 
Can't you, even remember the names now. No, no. Um, do you remember Tommy Baird? Yes. He was yes. one of them. And okay. I think uh, Chris Johnson was another one. That name sounds vaguely familiar. Well, it's the most common name in all of the United <laughs> States. <Chris Johnson>. <laughs> um, <laughs> Maybe not as common as John Smith. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, and there was somebody else. I can't remember who, who that other person was. But, but I know it was those two for sure. Um, They're like, come on, Dylan. Get on. Uh, I just... That's, I let them lead the way. I just followed them. And yeah. pretend... Uh, Pretend I didn't want to, uh, <laughs> like I didn't want to do what they were doing. Yeah, well, I'm glad you, I'm glad you've been on one and it was senior trip, so I'm sure it was fun. Yeah, I mean it was okay. Um, there was, <laughs> there was uh, outside of the park shenanigans. Yeah. Um, that went on there. Um, too long of a story to tell. Yeah, we don't need to get into those details. I didn't, I didn't even know that. Like I said, I, I didn't even go to senior trip. Was it just because of the uh, amusement park thing, or was it just because I of Disney? Or think. Or were you just busy? Or No, it wasn't because of that. Trust me, I didn't have a lot going on no. in high school. I would have just taken the compliment, but no. <laughs> um, I think... I, I just didn't feel like I would enjoy it that much. I okay. didn't... I feel like all my friends either had you know, their room set up, like what people they were going with, so I didn't want to go with any random people that I really know yeah, from class. Yeah, yeah. And also, I didn't want to waste my parents' money doing that. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it cost at the time, but I hated being a burden. Like, oh, hey, mom and dad, can you... It was, I think, if I'm not mistaken, it was every bit of like $800. Was it really? I mean... I know it's only gotten more expensive over the years. Yeah, I'm sure. But it just... I was like, I'm just not going to get the enjoyment. I don't want to waste my parents' money that way. Right. I'd rather have them buy me something else <laughs> or something. Oh, 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 yeah, for graduation. Okay, yeah, yeah, it. for graduation. I didn't want that to be my present. Yeah. Trust me, not not at all. I'd rather them have me buy me a drum set. And right. uh, I forget what ended up happening. But I remember my I, my parents bought me a class ring, and I never wore it. Right. Still don't. I don't even know where it's at. <laughs> I know. I, if they hear this, they're, they're, uh, they're, they're getting mad. They're like, um, yeah, we did buy you that. That's that uh, 10 years. Come on, man. <laughs> Um, but yeah, the senior trip just wasn't my thing. Now, if I, you might not remember it, but the flight on the way back actually got canceled, and delayed, and eventually canceled. Did it really? I didn't. I don't. I didn't it was supposed this. to be. Uh, it was supposed to be like a six or seven p.m. flight, and we were supposed to get back to Millville like around eleven. And because it's only it's only like a two hour flight mm -hmm. from from Orlando to Philly yeah. and actually got delayed and canceled and they booked everybody on a new flight. Okay. We didn't get back to Millville until about 4 a.m. And <laughs> no, I'm, I, I kid you not. I don't remember. We got back at about 4 a.m. and they said, oh, okay, you guys are excused for, for the next day. I was like, yes. There that was go. like the best thing ever. That was the best part about seeing the <laughs> missing school the next day. <laughs> Um, but in the airport, oh, I wish I still had this, but in my, in the airport, if you remember this, they did a Harlem shake thing. <laughs> you remember uh, that? I remember oh that trend. I remember that um, trend for No, sure. there was two of them. I lied. There was two of them. There was one that was in the park that, and the other was in the airport. The Harlem shake trend was going on when we were in high school? Yes. 
when you're when it's post high school, like all these years <laughs> just blend. And I'm I don't thinking, know how I remember that, but when were you? Did you do it? Did you participate in the Harlem Show? I was the schmuck holding the camera. <laughs> no, were you really? I mean, one of them anyway. Yeah. There was like five or six people that were ever doing that, but um, I wish I still had that. But there's a video posted somewhere about that. There's got to be. Um, we'll have to look at it afterwards. But Harlem Shake. Jeez. Oh Where you stood still, and then when the beat dropped, it just went. Everybody just went yeah. berserk, yeah. Yep. Oh, I know all these colleges did, did stuff like that. There was people that did it underwater. Like, my God. What yeah. has the world come yeah, to? Yeah, you know people like to take it pretty far <laughs> with trends. And that was 2013, Aaron. Yeah. That was 2013, not 2022. Like, are you on TikTok nowadays? Yes. Are you? I Luckily... I mean, I don't mean to knock it at all because my band's on it, mm-hmm. but I don't have my own personal TikTok. Okay. I, but I am on Instagram and all, and you see the trends that are. I do. That are trending on there, and some of them are funny, but some of them are like, "Why are you doing?" This? I yeah, there's some like, that I really really hate, and there's some that are ah, that's kind of funny. I know these are teenagers who you know are trying to go viral. It's all about the internet nowadays, but some of them, I remember. Years ago. Remember the cinnamon challenge? Yes, I do. Taking a spoonful of cinnamon. I remember, I don't I don't think I did it for a video, but I remember doing it with some friends. And it's just like, why am I doing this? After, <laughs> after I was coughing up cinnamon for 15, 20 minutes. I'm like, why am I doing this? But it's, it's crazy. I, I hope, I hope there's a peak and then we start to calm down with, you know, trends and the internet. And Aaron. You're, unfortunately, you're saying this as if you're living in like 1990. I am partially an old soul. <laughs> I will say that. So, so tell me what um, you said. You, you mentioned before um, that you and your girl. Well, you you moved in with your girlfriend in Alloway. Alloway. Yep. Okay. Out in Salem. Alloway. Yeah. What? Um, well, firstly, how did? How did she move out there if, if that if she's been there her whole life? Mm-hmm. Um, what made you want to move in move in with her in, in Alloway? I know I know you've been together four years, obviously. Yeah, we've been together for four years. I moved in with her I feel like it was right right around the pandemic. And it okay. was almost I don't wanna I hate using the word forced to live with her, but <laughs> I was I had stuff at my parents' house, and I was slowly, like, being with my girlfriend on the weekends or mm-hmm. three or four days out of the week, and you start accumulating things at her place. Right. And I think it was eventually the, the pandemic hit. I didn't want to keep bouncing back and forth between my parents and uh, our apartment, and um, she was already she was already out there to begin with. She did grow up in our okay. okay. She's lived Same. out there her entire life, but she had a nice little apartment out there. And just, I don't want to bounce back and forth, you know, spreading germs and all that. COVID times. Yeah, yeah, Sounds like forever ago, like hearing these (laughs) terms and isolating. Blasting for two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. Um, But I just slowly started accumulating stuff at her house. And I was just, it's best for me and take a step in our right, step in the right direction for us to live together. So I would say, I think it was summer of 2020. I, I like kind of officially moved. So, um, it's me, her, and our two cats. Living out in a small apartment in Alloway. 
All right, that's cool. And uh, it's it's gone well ever since. Now, so I've only you know gone through LA maybe a couple of times. Very much out there. Well, I well yeah I know I mean because Salem Salem County is a uh, is a very rural county anyway. Mm-hmm. No matter where you are, except when you're like in Pennsville, when you're yeah. like right next to the, the river. bridge and all that. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, how do you like being quote unquote in the middle of nowhere? I think I use that term loosely. Yeah, me. I think that's what I grew up in, being in Cedarville. I see that. That's so. It's I've grown accustomed to that lifestyle of being twenty minutes, thirty minutes away from the nearest town, (laughs) having to drive. Not like, I mean, you can go down the road. You you drive five, ten minutes. Being a miller, you're in. You're at the mall or something. Right, right, right. But me, it's it's like twenty. It's like twenty, thirty. So I mean, we're not out in you know, in the middle of country. You know, being in the middle of Kansas, surrounded by farmland and everything. but I do have to drive, you know, 15, 20 minutes to get to a Wawa or something. And that's what I'm used to. Like I said, being in Cedarville, quiet area, not many cars going through. Right. And that's a good thing, though. No, it I, is. I, I, I personally think it's a good thing. Because we used to live we used to live out by the airport in Millville. On okay. the complete other side of yeah. town. Yeah. Um, and even that, and that was before, like... Target was there. There's remember the Pizza Hut that was out in Millville. I do remember the Pizza There's Hut. Pizza that was, Hut out that was right at Target. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was even before. That was yeah. That was before even Lakeside was built, Jeez. and there was half as many Wawas in there. There wasn't any Wawa gas stations. There's it was a just a little. There's a Wawa store. on every street corner now. It seems <laughs> yeah. like now. When did you Especially move? Here. You said 2008. You moved here. Yes. Okay. Yeah, too. And, so, uh, and then the only other house was out by the airport. Yeah. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Which do you prefer? You would say. I mean, I know you can't remember much from. Oh yes, I can. Uh, because okay. I, yeah, because I'm also the oldest of three. Um. So and as of now, it's like half of my life I've been here, and then the other half has been at the old house. Oh, mm-hmm. I prefer the old house. Really? It's not to say that this house is bad. It's just, um, there really wasn't. There's really not much out there anyway. And you know that as well as I do. Um, There's not much out by the airport. There was four houses that were, it was our house. There was a guy, guy, his wife and his daughter that lived next door. Across the street from us was um, an older couple, just just those two. And Catty Corner from me, there was, I mean, it was... um, we called, I called her my mom, mom because she was she, we're not actually blood related or anything, <laughs> but she watched, she watched me when I was yeah. a little infant, no, pretty much, and gotcha. my parents had to work and everything. And, and you preferred that lifestyle compared absolutely. to... Absolutely. Mm, not many people at all, if you remember each each person in each house. I do, and <laughs> um, so the people that were next door to us, they actually moved to, and I don't know how, how familiar you are. Familiar you are with college football? A bit. So, they moved to Boone, North Carolina. Boone, North Carolina is home to Appalachian State University. Okay, they're a D2 school, right? Not anymore. They're a D1 now? Yes, they are. Jeez. And that was maybe like two years ago they became 
D, D1A. Okay. Um, yeah, so they moved to Boone, North Carolina. Um, lady that watched me, my my mom, she, she had passed mm-hmm. back in, I think it was 2010. So it's been spending a little bit of time in that. Um, older couple is still there to this day. Sheesh. Yeah, they're still they're still there to this day. And if you remember, oh Lord, you might remember her, um, Morgan Risley. Yes. Yeah. She lived cat a corner from me, on okay. on the other side. Mm. And you prefer living in that type of vibe and environment? Yes, yes I do. See, I feel like there there's a part of me. That's all I know is living, you know, kind of like, you know who your neighbors are because there aren't many yes. out there. But I see where you guys live now, and i kind of like, oh, that would have kind of been cool to have, like, a lot of people around. Like, you know, obviously there's a part of you, like, just to taste yes. what the feeling is of being in a different type of area, having people close by, driving only five minutes to get to the Wawa, get food. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't Me and my girlfriend were looking around for like places now for houses mm-hmm. and because uh, we've been in an apartment for two or three years now yeah so so you're actually looking for yeah we've a been house you know kind of like doing everything yeah and we're kind of like narrowing down the places of where we want to live oh do we want to try out in Vineland do we want to try Millville stick to small towns as in Cedarville or stick in Alloway you know so if you're looking to you know, and it's if if you're looking to be in Cumberland County, there's certain areas, Little and you, you know this as well as I do, yeah. especially you know outside of Millville. But if you are looking for Millville, Vineland, or Bridgeton, there's certain areas, um, some areas that are really good, some not so much. Mm-hmm. But um, it just it's really just location, location, location. Sure. And not to overuse that phrase, but really, I mean, there's... That's why it sticks around. That phrase sticks around. Yeah. Quarter mile away, you know, it's it's two totally different atmospheres. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but that's just how it is. Yeah. I mean, I think off the top of our head, I think we still want to live in a small, small, quiet type area. Could you see yourself living in this type of area again? Or would you like... Whenever you plan on buying a house, do you think you go for a small, quiet? That's what I would want to, want to shoot for the first and only time. I gotcha. Um, I had, how long ago was it? Maybe a month ago, I went to go look at a house in Newfield. Okay. Um, in the North Vineland area. Yeah. It's a really nice house. And, well, yours truly got their first lesson in home buying. Never underbid, especially in these times. I gotcha. <laughs> the housing market has been... Unbearable. It seems like the last year. For well, for people like you and I, absolutely. Yeah, for for people like us, and for it's a, I get them mixed up, but it's a seller's market right now because the prices are ridiculous. And um, me and my girlfriend, we have gone to you know a few uh, house tours or whatever, Mm -hmm. and it's like it's terrible to say, but I want to tell this story. But one house we looked at. A lot of bidders. This was end of 2020, maybe beginning okay. of 2021. Mm-hmm. We looked at this nice house out in uh, Bridgeton. Yes. And we went on for a tour of the house. 
next couple comes right in, goes on a tour. And the realtor, or our agent that we use at the time, said, oh, this is kind of a religious family. Okay. So, and I don't mean to say this to make fun of religion at all, but they said, maybe you should write a note to explain why you feel like you should get this house because you felt so religious. Yeah, like it's kind really of explain, like, we felt, you know, at home and we felt at peace. You know, kind of like coin it in a religious way to kind of convince mm-hmm. the seller to, if the bid's good enough, kind of convince them in that way. Yes. And it's crazy to think about, like, trying to phrase it that aspect, and I don't mean to be rude when I say this. But no, I think, I, I know you mean It's that kind of like getting an advantage, way. try to find an advantage to get a house because it's been so rough the last two or three years. And um, it seems like it's calmed down a bit in the housing market, but me and my girlfriend, we put that on hold for right now. Is there um, other priorities um, right now, or and it's not to not to nib nose or anything? No, not at all. I don't mind you asking. <coughs> um, my girlfriend, she still has to finish school. Okay, she's in her final year of getting her master's degree. All right, what what is she? Uh... Uh, she will get it in social work. Very cool. So she has her bachelor's in psychology, and she's going to Rutgers uh, virtually for her master's degree in social work. Very cool. And we're kind of. I think we'll have a lot more opportunity and a lot more, I guess, also income when she finishes school. She'll be able to work full time. I'll be able. I'm. I've just got this new job, kind of saving money, getting more money that way. So I think we're waiting for those two things to happen, and honestly, waiting for the right time to buy a house, and uh, waiting for the market to cool down and uh, take it from there. I think it's starting to based on the limited information that I've heard. Um, it is start it is starting to, but it's still again, hot. It's, it's yeah, it's still it's still warm or yeah, you want lukewarm, to. I get no I, that might not even it's still it's still pretty hot. But, yeah. Um it's not like it's white hot like mm-hmm. it was. That's why I gotta look for it like I remember our agent kind of saying like, oh look for like first time buyer loans and all that. Try to find it Which any- you can't so I don't know. I'm not. I'm sure not an expert you're... in this at all, by any means. But... No, neither am I. But the the one piece of information I will share with you is you, the state of New Jersey is as long as you obviously plan on staying in New yeah. Jersey. Um, they have a first time home buyer program where they give you 10k for. Um, I'm not sure if it's just closing costs or if it's closing costs and a down payment. Okay. Um, I do it's either, remember, it's that, I do remember that name. Yeah, I do remember that term being thrown out there at us. It's one of those two. I'm not 100% sure which, but I know for sure it's at least closing costs. But I'm not sure if you're able to use some of that 10K for your down payment. Down payment. I gotcha. Yeah, hopefully, I mean, things change rather soon because it, it, it gets crazy in an apartment after a while. So uh, hopefully, both of us, we have our own crib and we can. Hang a lot more frequently. Great. I mean, not to say that Alloway is far away because it's not necessarily far away. But yeah. I don't even know how far because I came from Bridgeton today. I came from work. Mm-hmm. It's probably 35, 40 minutes, I think, from here. Wow. Jeez. It's honestly just taking 49 down. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. It's one straight shot, but I would say it's probably about 45 minutes. 
So it's almost like a trip to Philly. Like yeah, you oh, to, pretty like, much, because you're taking 55 all the way up to Philly. Yeah, that's for, like, for the most part, and then 42. So out of the way, it's a little bit out there, but it's not like dreading it, I guess right. you could say, because you're still traveling within southern New Jersey. You know, mm. there's no city traffic at all. So. <laughs> that's a good thing. Yep. Um, now I, I know you wanted to get into sports. Ah. Okay. So, firstly, and I'm not I'm not sure which ones that you do watch or you don't watch. Um, I watch them all, Dylan. All right, fair enough. All the main the ones. Don't be getting into cricket or <laughs> rugby or <laughs> racing. No. Racing, I do not do. Okay. But you know the main sports, soccer. Um. Yeah. We'll do the five majors. So. There we go. Um. Let's do it. I know I know you're Steelers fan, right? Die hard. Um NBA. Sixers. Okay. Die hard. Um hockey? NHL? That's a bit different. Okay. Now I'm gonna sound like a front runner when I say this. Do you keep up with hockey? Uh a pretty good amount, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm a fan of the Colorado Avalanche. Very good. And cool. I know they just won the Stanley Cup. <laughs> <laughs> and I know people are going to think I'm a front runner when I say this, but I have proof of me wearing an Avalanche jersey when I was eight or nine years old when I become a fan of them. Can I try to guess? Sorry, I don't mean to get hostile when I talk <laughs> about this, but I, it, it makes me mad because they just won. Right. They just right. won the Stanley Cup. Can I try to guess the jersey? Is it either Patrick Raw or Joe Sackick? The second one, Joe Sackick. All right. You're I, probably I, wondering how I know that name. Well, some PS2 games were pretty cool yes. back in the day. Um, I had a kid jersey of that when I was younger. I will show you proof just to verify. And then just this past year, I think was it this past year, two some two years ago, my girlfriend got me an adult size Joe Sackett jersey. <laughs> so now I can wear that proudly. But yes, when, All it, comes, right, fair when it comes to hockey, I'm an Avalanche fan. <laughs> okay. And... Um, MLS, I'm assuming you're a union? A uh, union, yep. Philadelphia Union. Not, I mean, I, I keep up with them. Not, I keep up with European football, but I still keep right. tabs, you know, on stateside yeah. soccer. And uh, I think last but not least is baseball. Phillies, my okay. Mm-hmm. So two of the, or three of the five big sports, I'm a Philadelphia fan. Okay. Um, yeah, so... <laughs> so if you remember playing PS2 games back in the day, mm-hmm. if you remember the game specifically, NHL 06, it had Le Cavalier on the corner. Vincent Le Cavalier from Tampa. Okay, yeah. I'm, I remember him being on the cover, but I can't picture like vividly the artwork. And that that's how I became a Lightning fan. Really? Was just because of solely that game. It was the Clavelier and Martin St. Louis on the same team. I remember both those guys. Ruslan Fedotenko and Victor, uh, no, not Victor Hedman. He's in there now. Um, God, I'll remember. Are you sure you were a fan defense. back then, or you were, or you were you a fan this past three years when they won back to back? No, no, <laughs> it was it was mainly because of that game. Only because of a lot of it was because of Martin St. Louis. Because he was the fastest player in the game. Jeez. <laughs> he, he, I remember, I mean, he just retired 
three or four years ago, I think. Something like that. But he, I think he retired with the Rangers, yeah. Yeah, I, re- I, re- I remember all this. I was a big hockey fan growing up. And that's when I became, became an Avalanche fan. I, I Honestly, it sounds bad to say this, but I honestly liked it just because the jerseys looked cool. You know, being eight or nine years old. I mean, that's how, I that's how they appeal. Cool. Yeah, that's how they appeal to the younger audience. For sure. And it's just how it is. Yep. And I just... Joe Sackett, he was, oh, he number, was the number man. 19 jersey. It was just, oh, he was a fantastic player. I just think that's how I got attached to him. So, no, I, I listen, he was a fantastic player. He, they were in that, and not to, they were good around that time. Yes, they, they were. They were a very talented squad. Um, I'm not sure if Patrick Raw was still their goalie. I don't think so. I think he might have retired before then. Could be wrong. Might have been gone right right around those mid two thousands, but he was the goalie, in, you know, from like two thousand two thousand four, I think. I forget when. He you left. could be. Yeah, I think you might be right. But um, but yeah, he got in, he got in his fair share of scrums in the day. Couple oh, yeah. couple different line brawls. I know there's a, a documentary on ESPN right now. Um, this was in the nineties, but the documentary, a big brawl. Between the Avalanche and the Detroit Red, Red Wings. Wings, and that was on that was a nationally televised game on ESPN. Jeez, I remember that because I ha- it's on YouTube. Mm-hmm. You can find it anywhere. Um, I have it saved under one of my private <coughs> playlists, mm-hmm. and I remember that game very well. It was either between them and the 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 other one that comes to mind is. The Avalanche and the Detroit Red Wings. Yeah. That was also a nationally televised mm-hmm. game where they got into a pretty pretty nasty line brawl. Yeah, I mean, you um, know in the 90s, those little hockey fights were just... This is old-time hockey. Yes, exactly. <laughs> not, not, again, not to make it sound, sound old again, but when they say... when The real meaning of old-time hockey, when they really mean it's like back in the 70s. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to my coworker today about because he's a big hockey fan, big Flyers fan. And I was like, I still find it crazy that I don't know when they introduced helmets, but the fact that there were people flying around on skates, shooting a puck 100 miles per hour with no helmets, and then especially especially the goalies, the goalies didn't have helmets. Yes, no mask at all. That's hardcore. Like I know they could block it with their glove, but yeah, most of the time they were probably getting hit in the face with it. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's they were built different back then. No, oh, absolutely. It's I mean, it's not to say the game now is soft, but it's changed for the better for yeah, safety oh, purposes. For, certainly. And like certainly. just with the NFL, you know, trying to change the way they tackle and all that. It's those head injuries are a real serious thing. Yes, they are concussions are CTE, yep. And it's uh you hear people, I remember, who was the one NFL player? Junior Seau? Yeah. Linebacker? Yeah. He took his own life. I think, yeah. Yeah, and he I did. I, big, I big, forgot about that until now. And a big yeah. reason was because... CTE. CTE. And it's it's sad to see, especially for a game that you love watching and all that. But there's definitely a dirty, nasty side to some of these heavy-hitting sports. And somebody was just telling me... I can't remember who I was talking to. Uh, 
yesterday or the day before that it's I think it was I think it was today actually this this morning um, somebody was telling me that the, the especially with football um, because all these guys are into lifting weights and everything there's running backs there nowadays that squat 700 pounds and every hit could be you know could cause an injury yeah, just yeah. because these dudes are just so bulked up now it's ridiculous yeah definitely like you see especially the younger generation yes like you'll see you see that kind of like the memes of six four two fifteen eighth grader or something <laughs> with a full beard or something and then they post a trending video of them squatting you know a few certain, hundred pounds yeah, yeah. And it's like, what are they feeding the kids nowadays? One, and like twenty pounds of chicken a day. Exactly, and then the risk that they put themselves in, you know, playing the sport. It's uh, definitely different. I mean, you're you're built and you're born different. You know, trying to go pro that way. Because obviously, when you're younger, you think third, fourth grade, oh, I want to be a football player when I grow up, or I want to be a baseball player. I, I know I wrote that in my uh, school goals many times, but it's... And here we are. Here we are, <laughs> talking about sports. human resources and working, <laughs> working, for, working for the county. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but it's... I, I, st- I still watch and enjoy watching the sport. And, uh, I do a little betting, too, here and there to get the... I'd be lying if I said I, I didn't do that. Yep. Um, cause I know I'm in fantasy, I'm in my, fa- uh, work fantasy football league. Cool. Um, so that, I'm hoping that goes well this year. Um, cause I have to defend my title from last year. You won last year? Yes, I did. Jeez, who'd you, have on, your, who'd you have on your team? Oh man. Who was your main player that like, you know, that dominated? You, you, you might think this is crazy. Actually, I'll tell you two things that are crazy. My starting quarterback was Dak. He was good until he got injured. Correct. So who carried you the rest of the way? I had traded away Tyreek Hill. <laughs> Gutsy move. Midway through the season, I had traded away. How did you away. end up winning? I'm confused here. <laughs> um, Mark Andrews certainly helped. He Mark off. Andrews a tight end. So you traded Tyreek Hill for Mark Andrews? No. What did you trade? I, I, I had traded... Why are you laughing when... I, I had traded Tyreek Hill for, oh, God, I can't believe I'm going to say this, but I had traded him for Jarvis Landry and Henry Ruggs before. Henry Ruggs' incident. Yes. Because that was during the season his incident, right? Okay. What yeah. made you trade it? How did you win? I'm, I'm not a fantasy <laughs> guru by any means, but this doesn't um, sound like a very well-planned tactic. My backs were... They carried me big gotcha. time. No pun intended. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Jonathan Taylor and Joe Mixon. Ah, uh, now you say the name Jonathan Taylor. I was waiting for someone <laughs> that you said that dominated, and he, you know he's from Salem County. Yes. Yep. So I think he went to Salem High School, but uh, well, yeah, that sounds about right. I'm glad I'm talking to the fantasy uh, football champ right now. <laughs> I don't I don't do fantasy at all. My dad does, so I'm familiar with it. I'm more of just, you know, the sports betting as in, you know. Football. Oh, I'm right there with you. I, I do, you do all stuff. that? Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um speaking of which I should put it in the lineup for this weekend. Yeah. <laughs> um 
You should give me some lots next time so we can make some money. Listen, I don't know any more than you do. <laughs> you probably know more than I do. I've I made a I've made a little bit. Trust me, nothing crazy at all. But I've just filled enough money in my you know my DraftKings account to where I never have to put money in it again. You know what I mean? Right, right, Cause right. Because you, you hate. Going back to zero and putting in twenty five dollars, yeah, yeah, putting yeah, in another yeah, twenty five dollars. Yeah. But um, I, actually, I actually have a, my, I think it's like the biggest bet I've made. Me and my dad, we we kind of go hand in hand in this, but we did a five team parlay. Okay. All five teams must have a winning record. Okay. So nine wins. So I have the Chiefs. Pretty easy. They should be able to get nine wins. They, as long as they stay healthy, they should be fine. Yep. The Rams, even though they just lost, they should yeah. still be uh-huh. good. The Titans. Okay. And who are the two other teams? Oh. Philadelphia Eagles. And the last team, and you know I'm a fan of them, I'm biased, the Pittsburgh Steelers. Okay. That's the biggest risk, obviously. But 50 bucks I put down. I'll get about five fifty back. All right, that's the most. So that's that's I would that's considered a lot for me. Right. So, how do you feel about that? Is that a lot, or should I just like cash out now to get? No, I wouldn't cash out. Uh, Are I you confident in that bet? Would you tail that bet? You nervous about the Steelers? No. Who are you nervous about then? The other side of Pennsylvania. Eagles. They're hyped up this year. Well, you see, they had a lot of problems last year. Um, and I know we're very close to Philly. I might get a lot of hate for it, but that's okay. Yep. Um, Dylan's willing to take it. Um, if you remember last year, they had a solid team on paper yep. outside of wide receiver. Mm-hmm. Um, and where did they finish? 10 and 7, 9 and 8, something like that. Yeah, right? I think it was 10 and 7. Statistically. Softest schedule in the league. And you Weakest 10, division. You finished ten and seven. Really? They had the fourth softest schedule in the league this year. Why am I going to think any different? The quarterback has not progressed. You don't trust the quarterback? Is that a big part too? That's a big part. I don't trust the quarterback. Um, it's a quarterback-driven. League. I don't trust the defense either. Um, the A.J. Brown trade was a very nice move. You got to – somebody's got to throw him the ball, right? How do you feel about their head coach, Nick Sirianni? I don't really have an opinion of him yet. He's only been a full-time head coach for one year. Yeah. I don't really have an opinion. So you're thinking <laughs> – I don't think he's an elite coach. I don't think he's a horrible coach. Yeah. But – so yeah, that's my te- my five team parlay. I need them. All, they all need to have nine wins. Yes. By the end of the year. So. Um, I think the green team from Philadelphia, I think, is your <laughs> biggest concern. I, I and it's not to hate on them because I I don't really, I it's not I don't dislike the team. Well, yeah, just we're just we're just going by last year. Yeah. Um, well, when they lose every week and I fail my parlay. I'm going to be thinking of you. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I'm like, Dylan was right. Um, obviously, and then my next concern is West Pennsylvania. Yeah. Um, and that leads me to my next question. What are your, what are your predictions for, for this upcoming season? 
Ah, for the Steelers, uh, I think with our, I'm not a fan of the head coach. I'm not the biggest fan, but I respect him. Mike Tomlin. Mike yeah. Tomlin. I mean, he's done a great job for us. Do I think he could have done more in the last ten years or so as while he's been head coach? Yeah, I think the Steelers should have another Super Bowl. But as for this year, you know, with Big Ben being gone, unknowns at the quarterback with Mitch Trubisky, possibly Kenny Pickett. Um, Mike Tomlin has never had a losing record. That bodes well for his in yeah. his favor. Um, and one thing I read about the Steelers, they don't travel outside of the East Coast this year. Yeah, I saw that. I saw that. So I think with those two things, the defense is one of the best still. Um, I think we're gonna. I think we're gonna have a winning record, but I don't think we're gonna make the playoffs. It's gonna be like one of those scenarios where there are a lot of good teams in the AFC. There are a lot of good teams. Exactly. In the AFC. Um, oh, so I think man. it's one of those times. It's, it's scary how how, how many much good quarterbacks there are. Well, it's it's not just that. It's how how stacked the AFC is compared to the NFC. Mm-hmm. Like, it's almost laughable. Yeah, I agree. And so I think that's just a scenario where Steelers, I think they'll probably go 9-8, and 10-7. But there are just other teams where, you know, they're beat out the Steelers because of tiebreakers, mm-hmm. better record against so-and-so. It'll fall that way. So that's my prediction. It's a rebuilding year, so to say, or retooling. Mm-hmm. Um. Mm-hmm. For a decent pick in the draft. Exactly, yep. And we've seen a lot of success over the last, you know, two decades of Steelers football. So I guess this is kind of me bracing for, like, you know, the downfall, I guess, so to say. I hope it's it's not a short or not a long rebuild. They bounce back pretty quickly to contend for another Super Bowl. Because that's one of my favorite sports teams. So... That's that's where I stand. Ten and seven, nine and eight at the least. Or knowing my luck and me losing my bet, they'll probably go eight, eight and one. <laughs> You're gonna throw it, in a tie in yes, there, are you? Like I said earlier, when if you remember when Ben Roethlisberger got COVID that night before the Steelers game that we went to, the Steelers played the Detroit Lions that year. That's right. They tied. Yeah, they tied. Yeah. So I went to yeah, a tie. Like Twenty-one or something. Yeah, I went to a tied football game, Dylan. <laughs> Who can say that, though? There's not many people. Someone else said that to me. Like, that, that's pretty cool that you can say you went to a tie. No, we tied <laughs> to the Lions. <laughs> I wouldn't bring that up in the... Yeah. If, if we're going to have past discussions. When you have Mason Rudolph. <laughs> against somebody. But it's... Uh, I, I'm excited for the season to start. I always watch every game with my, uh, my dad, my siblings. And... Uh, it's good to have football back. Fall, fall is here, which is my favorite time. Favorite time of the year, is it? Yeah, I think so. I'm not a big summer guy. It's I don't do the heat very well, and just I'm like we like sweating. <laughs> like really, I'd rather dress cold, and it's it's much more comfortable wearing a hoodie. I feel like the hoodie season is under because you can. I mean, if you do get warm, just take it off. Mm-hmm. Exactly, and I like I've never been big summer guy or going to the beach mm-hmm. or anything like that. Give me fall. Give me winter. I'd rather deal with the snow 
Oh, you don't mind shoveling the I, snow, I don't, do you? I don't mind dealing with the snow, but I dread going to the beach or anything like that. <laughs> like, carrying that luggage, you know what I mean? Dealing with seagulls. <laughs> um, and I, I ask anyone that knows me, I'm not a big beach guy. Yeah. What about you? You like the you like summertime? Am I insulting you saying no, this stuff? No, no, no. My my. You look like a spring type. Winter is my favorite. Winter, not even fall. Like you like snow, snow. I I don't mind snow, and I I really don't mind any one of the seasons. Um, if I had to pick a favorite, it would be winter. Um. So you'd like this? You like the variety we get being in New Jersey. Well, we experience all four seasons. Well, it wasn't very much a vari- variety the last two, three months. <laughs> yeah, it was all heat waves. <laughs> no rain. It felt like being in Arizona it's or something. Straight upper 80s, 90s, <laughs> all summer long. Um, yeah, if, if I, I, like, I like winter only because, and you, you, you can judge me on this if mm-hmm. you will, if you if you want to. Yeah, I'm judging. Um, it, ke- <laughs> it keeps... Uh, because there's not a lot of people that are willing to go out and do stuff in the winter, knowing that it's cold. It doesn't have to snow, but knowing they know that it's cold outside. They know a lot of times it's cloudy. Yeah, it gets dark earlier in the yeah. day. Why? My question is, why is that stopping you? Why is that stopping you from doing what you want to do? Why? Yeah. Can't really get an answer for it. No, um, I see... I, your question is valid. And I, I get the daylight thing. I get, I you know, I, I get the cold thing, but if you just have to suck it up sometimes. Mm-hmm. I mean. Either you suck it up or if you really want to do it, you'll do it regardless. Yes. Yeah. If you, if you really want to do something, you'll do it. If, and this this goes for a relationship type of aspect. Mm-hmm. I always, not always, always is the wrong word, but I've discovered that um, if you care about somebody and you have feelings for somebody, you will go out of your way to go see them and go hang out with them, no matter what. I agree. Because it's if you really care about somebody, you'll go make plans with them. You'll text them back as soon as you can, whatever. If you don't, then you're not necessarily priority. And not to sound blunt or mean, but it's just what you learn after a while. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether it's like you go and hanging out with a person, that person will recognize, oh, they're not making time. What's that say about that? And neither look, neither neither gender is is dumb or incompetent. They can recognize <coughs> they they can recognize the same things. It's yeah. It just is what it is, I guess. Mm-hmm. So tell me. Tell me, Aaron. Um outside of uh sports and music, is there anything else that you're genuinely passionate about um, those are the biggest ones I think the growing passion that I've had especially within the last uh, I would say 18 months or so 
and I know we talked about it on here, is uh, fitness. Like, yes. The journey yes. through that. sound any special or anything but i've seen my weight fluctuate tremendously and unknowingly through the pandemic and over the course of the last three or four years and i will i will blame my girlfriend on this oh, she, she has contributed <laughs> to my weight gain i will say that but also the pandemic you know being lazy and i do fault myself but um my weight gain at a all-time high and over the last said 16 months or so i've lost it and i'm almost back at my lowest weight that i that i recognized that i was like you know after high school and all that right um so i'm proud of that and i've taken a lot of passion in working out being healthy monitoring what i'm eating um calorie counting that's a big that's been a big help for me you know working muscle groups and getting a certain amount of steps in per day so that's one of my biggest passions as of right now and i see uh you're you're a pretty big fan of it as well <laughs> it's it ain't it ain't no i uh, see you're looking good doing you look <laughs> no well, listen when when you have you, you know you have a lot of time to yourself what else are you going to resort to mm-hmm. you're not going to resort to doing things that are detriment to your health so um i get <laughs> i get What's so mocked? You, I, I I guess that's the right word. Mocked, kind of, <laughs> um, that, you know. I work out a lot. Like people at work are, oh, all you do is all you do is work out. You never go out and do it. Well, there's a reason for that. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's a reason for that. Yeah, I mean, everybody has their own self motivation on why they do why why they go to the gym, why why they do lift weights and exercise on a treadmill run. Um, there, there's been selfish reasons that I do it too. I mean, there's reasons like, you know, I just want to look better in my clothes. I want to feel comfortable in my clothes. I want to look better in like the media stuff that my band does. I've taken many pictures from photographers, you know, and I got to look back at them and be content with what I look like. And I've seen my weight gain and I'm like, that's not who I want to be. And you're not, and you don't become satisfied with what you see in that Exactly, picture. exactly. And then, I look back at pictures now that we just took and I'm still not happy, but I got to learn from where I came from and kind of acknowledge the progress you've made. And I think that's the biggest thing of it, uh, part of it. So I'm still, I can't say that I'm done my journey yet. I think it's always going to be a part of my life, mm-hmm. lifting weights, going to the gym. I would say I go to the gym at least five times a week. Right. And uh, whether it's getting a certain amount of steps in or lifting, I enjoy it, and it's kind of, I think it's a foundation of me going forward. It is, um, because there's a lot of other things that you could be doing that, exact, that have the exact opposite yep, effect. for sure. Um, for those that might say that, well, you, you, go, you go to the gym too much, you need to rest, what would you say to that? I would say, why does it matter to you what I do with my free time? It's it's not to it's not, not like to be disrespectful or anything. It's yeah when they I, I because I get that question a lot and it's not I know the person asking that is not sounding disrespectful or rude or anything. It's, it's foreign to them, so they're wondering why you're doing it. Kind of yeah. It's like who gets enjoyment out of 
Because lifting weights, slamming weights, or I don't know. I mean, the people that ask me that, they go maybe two or three times a week, which is fine. You know, I'm great. I'm Good happy that you yeah. do go at least, excuse me, uh, two, two or three times a week. <laughs> but I'm doing this, you know, six or seven days a week. Yeah. Um, that's just me. Um, and it's not really trying to impress anybody. It's just, you know, you, you find it to be a hobby after a while. Exactly. And it's something you're passionate about. And, and you sound like you're pretty much in agreement with that. Mm-hmm. No, for sure. And I, I mean, I can see the progress you've made. And I, th- I think you should be proud of I think anybody who goes to the gym should be proud of their work and the effort they're putting in because not many people do it. You right. know, you know the United States most obese country out there. Statistically, yep, that is true. Um, so I give anybody credit, especially like you know people, whether it's getting up at five a.m. to go to the gym before work, going to the gym during work, like during their lunch break, or even going after a long day at work. People who have kids and they, like got to deal with personal life, trying to find time for yourself is it's limited, so to say. Correct. I would agree. Yeah. And anybody that works hard in that small amount of time that they have, I commend them for that. Yeah. That's so, uh, so tell me, do you, do you have any other, um, future plans that you might be doing? Can we have a little, uh, little inside information to what you might have planned in the near future or even the distant future? Hmm. I mean, as far as, uh, I guess for band stuff, I think we are, uh, we just went down to Nashville and recorded a bunch of music. Very so cool. our plan with that is to release an album in the near future. Now, I, no, that can't be your first album. No, it's not our first I, album. I was going to say. It'll, it'll technically be our third album. Third, okay. And I expect that to come out at some point in 2023. Um, like I said, Music planning takes a lot, a long time. Oh, it's it, it's almost agonizing. Yeah, so that that's in the works right now. Um, so that's something to look forward to 2023. Playing more shows, possibly towards the end of this year, at the end of next year, depending on how things go. Um, get back into that. And as far as personal stuff, I think it's just working on myself as a human being every day, hitting my fitness goals, staying in touch with family and friends. I'm a big uh, believer in that being in constant communication with your loved ones and my parents, my grandparents who are still around. And um, as far as relationship, honestly, just working towards building a lifestyle even further together with buying a house. Who knows? Possible engagement. My girlfriend's going to hear these words and she's going to oh, get excited. She's going to get real excited. Look what you did. You have I brought that up, upon myself. You have opened up a can of worms that you cannot close, my friend. That 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 those things could be on the cards in you know in the next year or so. Well, I will if that does occur. I will be very excited for you. <laughs> Thank you. But uh, um, yeah. is there any um, near future uh, touring dates coming up? Nothing as of right now. Okay. Um, no shows. I think right now we're just trying to. Get the music all mixed and mastered, so to say. Okay. And get that all. And that's also time consuming. Oh yes, we work with our good buddy who lives in Nashville now, and he he spent a tremendous amount of time, um, you know, spending logging hours in the studio, mm-hmm. making all the adjustments to make us make the record sound good. That's what you want. You want to make a good impression. You have impression. to. 
that's 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 got to be at the top of the priority. It, it certainly is, and um, it's we're very grateful for our buddy Tyler, who's worked alongside of us for most of the songs that we've made as a band. He's been our go-to guy, and so no torn dates. I think it's just getting our music right and releasing that next year. Very cool. Very yeah. cool. Um, my last question for you. Do you have any uh, words of words of wisdom or advice you could spread to the audience out there? It could be anything, um, any anything that would come come to mind for you. Um, ooh, it's weird when I get asked these questions because I'm not like I don't see myself. Well, it's not like look, we, you, and I, we don't have a million followers on yeah. Instagram and Twitter and stuff like that. Like it's just, I'm, you know, but I. But you, you just, you just never know who might listen to it. No, for sure. I think one thing I try to stick by is being in constant communication with your loved ones and telling them, just saying hello, keeping in touch, whether it's friends or family, your parents, um, telling, telling them that you love them, and just appreciating the time you have. Because that's one thing I recognize as I get older, seeing more and more people fortunately pass away mm-hmm. and you kind of look back with regret on you know we, we've had some people from our graduating class exactly passed. exactly i've had friends who i'm still like who could be gone you know due to a car accident or whatever and you never got to say hello or not to say hello or just keep in touch with them keep in tabs so i'm grateful we still have a constant uh communication so i, I would say that just be in communication with the ones that you really care about Outstanding, uh, outstanding words, Aaron. Thank you so much for being on the podcast. <laughs> Thank you, Dylan. I appreciate uh, you having me on today. Uh, the pleasure is always mine.